0: Episode is brought to you by the good folks at Bevel. Let me tell you something. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Bevel's products are cutting edge. Their buzzer is official. Their buzz, Let me tell you something. Their buzzer. Whenever I go on the Instagram page and go to Bevel, they're using you know, the lineups, the 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 shape ups, man. Let me tell you something. That buzzer. Not only because Nas is a brand ambassador, but that buzzer is official. And and the razor. I'm telling you, smooth, clean. Listen. You want a discount, you want to check out what they got going on, go on over to getbevel.com, forward slash Pete. Check out what they got going on. Get yourself a discount. Trust me, best grooming products out there. I mean, they're in Target. Every time I go to Target, only like one or two items left. Listen, they ain't playing around. Go to getbevel.com, forward slash Pete. Get yourself a discount. Check out what they got going on. What you waiting for? Head over there. This episode is also sponsored by the good folks at UN Athletics. Let me tell you something. Me and the UN brand got together. And I said, listen, I want to get a discount for the people. At checkout, put in Pete10. Get yourself 10% off and free shipping on your order. Let me tell you, they're coming out with dope shit. They're coming out with that Anthony Mason uh, tribute shoe that all the proceeds are going to his family. That two-chain shoe, they, they got two of them. The, the most recent one, super fire. Our boy Mikey Likes It Ice Cream got his own collab coming out. That blue is looking. That suede blue is the most expensive premium suede that Ewan has ever used in, 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 in the history of Ewan sneakers. Let me tell you something. I fucks with Ewan, and they fucks with us. So go to EwanAthletics.com, go, go put in Pete10 at checkout, get yourself 10% off, and free shipping. Forget about it. Into this, welcome back to another episode of the show. Let me tell you something, I'm excited for the show that you're about to hear. And I'll tell you one thing. I do want to address something though. Um me and Miss Lisannoes parted ways, and I really want to thank her for her contributions throughout the year. Uh you know when I tapped her to be the co-host, I knew that she would be everything that she was. Uh, and I wish her the best, you know, um she's a star and I know she'll shine. And uh you know, but the show the show continues to go on and it it never stops. And and you know, in the words of my brother Dallas Penn, It never stops. So, listen, this episode right here is with the one and only Memphis Bleak. Let me tell you something. I was so excited to get Bleak on the show. Uh, We spoke about so many things from everything from fatherhood just to Jay-Z stories. What I really liked is when he starts going into everyone he really fucks with and loves and cares and was inspired by. Uh, It was a real dope episode. I feel like Bleak is an amazing storyteller. Uh, It was taped a couple weeks ago, so you may hear, like, summer jams this weekend. No, it's not. Summer jam already passed. But uh, it's a real dope. I think that anybody knows when Bleak is on an episode, he's got those crazy rock stories. And he's just a great storyteller. So listen, enjoy. I want you to subscribe to the show Rate, tell a friend to tell a friend. Leave comments. Make sure you continue to leave comments and check in. Let us know where you're from. I love when people check in. At Premium P at the Premium Pete Show. Listen, tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get to the show. Chit-chit.
1: Come on, everybody get set, let's go, it's the next episode, it's the Premium Pete Show News, interviews, all of the info, listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show If you want to scoop in the low, down low, listen to the show, cause Milk said so Fuck what you heard, better act like you know It's the Premium this, Pete welcome Show Welcome back to another
0: episode of the Premium Pete Show Listen, I'm excited about this one, but then again, I feel like I say that shit every week That you're excited, you know. So I don't want to like make believe like I'm excited, then I'd say I'm not excited. But listen, when Brooklyn's in the house and somebody that you just grew up like at the same time really appreciating how much they rep for Brooklyn and what they contributed. Listen, how many names do you go
1: by? Bleak. I got M Easy. M Extra. M Extra. Uh Memphis Bleak. Blizzle. Blizzle. Uh Greasy
0: never young never young you never put young in front of the name
1: yeah it was young it was young easy at first okay yeah that's it but nah okay. I got off the young stage it was too many youngs back then so I ain't wanna you know
0: shit I would like to see if somebody put old in front of that shit you know
1: hell no nobody ain't gonna never come on and be like old <laughs> MC hell no
0: listen Memphis Bleak is in the house Memphis thanks for yeah. stopping by thanks for, for coming and. anytime and my G
1: anytime yeah.
0: listen right off the bat you're a broken dude I'm a broken dude yeah um I can never go outside of Brooklyn without them telling me I have a New York accent or oh, a Brooklyn accent. Right?
1: Definitely, but their ladies love it. Exactly. They love it. I never
0: it. even knew it was an accent. I never <laughs> even knew. Like, I always thought an accent was something like a Dominican or Spanish or Ch- or a London or a Chinese or That's whatever. Right. I never knew that I had an accent. Anyway, to make a long story short, both of us now live in Jersey. That's right. And so we, we, we traded in the bodega for Wawa, you know?
1: And and it's bad. Yeah, it's really bad, man. Cause I miss my my laters You know, little mm-hmm. shit like that. Mm-hmm. Your 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 big blow gums. Like, man,
0: pa- do I pause the big blow gums, or we don't no, pause? No, I more? don't
1: pause no more. Really, we, we grown. We don't play that no more. Really? Like, cause what I feel like once we started having kids, it's like how you pause the ball. You tell your <laughs> son get the ball, pause. Like, you you can't pause with your kid. Like. You know but what I mean? No, no, I
0: know what you mean, but some shit is so wild like wild when you some, sometimes you be saying shit not even realizing how wild it sounds.
1: Sometimes, but we, we just been over it. We don't we don't
0: but you grew up in the era of where pausing now who was the biggest out of everybody in rock? Was it Dame that was the biggest pauser?
1: Dame ain't playing. I okay. ain't go with he had the AO button. Like, AO everything. Yeah. Dame ain't play. Even if you wore something that was paused, he paused you. Like <laughs> Dame ain't play with the pause button. So he was the biggest pauser. Like he, he was hitting everybody with it. All of them though. Him, Hove, uh, Biggs, all of them was on that shit hard.
0: You know, I heard in another episode, like it was funny. Um, because uh, maybe maybe it was taxes episode. No, I'm not sure. But 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 shouts to tax. Definitely, we'll get definitely, into that. We'll definitely. talk about him shortly. But uh, you know, uh, you were so young when you came in the game, and yeah. you think and you think about it. Because I remember you saying that uh, you know uh, you had a girl. You tell the story about that. You had a girl. You were young, and you were like, yo yo yo. You went to like the crew and like, yo, I need money for a cab or a hotel. She was gonna fuck. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think Biggs grabbed her and took her. And, and, yeah, and it...
1: that was my first, my first road trip. Okay. So like, that, that, know, that was like
0: an initiation. Not really. <laughs> it was
1: like... So that was fucked up. You didn't get upset? Yeah. Hell yeah. You kidding me? I was, I was sick. Because it was like, you know, it's like the third day on the road. Everybody taking a chick from the club and going back to the room. This is when I first realized, these bitches would do anything mm. for a nigga rolling. Mm. Like And that's just real talk That's why my theory is If you have a daughter Better spoiler, Because some other nigga will <laughs> Yeah It's scary I'll tell you Straight up It's scary It's scary having But But but. Go ahead So what are you saying But listen It's like You know Everybody taking chicks From the club Going back to the room I'm, I'm 14 15 years old Like the fuck is they telling these bitches to get them to go back? These bitches might think I'm a killer. I'm inviting you back to my room. You sure, don't even know sure. me. So we get somewhere, and you know I meet a chick, and she asks me, "Yo, where you staying at?" Looking at shorty like, "Oh, we staying over here. You coming through?" She like, "Yeah, we gonna kick it after the club." So you know me, I'm super excited, like through the roof. I got one. It's like when <laughs> you first go fishing and that line starts shaking. Like I got one. So I, of course I go tell the OGs. Oh, Bigs hit me with the "Let me see what she look like." Let me let me see what she at. You probably got some dudu or some whack. Mm. Of course I point the bitch out to him. He took her, mm. and that was it.
0: And and see that that's one thing I do like. You know we think back then. You know through your journey and now. Like, that's one thing I really respect about you. Because and 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 I gotta hear some of your thoughts on this because it could probably help me or other people. <laughs> you a real dude. Always kept it one hundred. Um, Definitely. Th- I mean people I, Even like I was speaking with Clark Kent uh, Before I even got on this episode And he was like yo I really admire Bleak Like I got a lot of respect for him And, and I was like yo You got like Cause Clark is a very honest person Definitely, And so are you Definitely Somebody that keeps it very honest So you think about it right mm-hmm. This industry Could make a Brooklyn dude
1: Like tight Like meaning like yo, What the fuck are you trying to play me for not saying just i'm just speaking how how we how we judge and how we go about shit but of course there's been situations like that but you got to remember i did business with my family yeah this is my family so it's never i look. it's never a day where i look at jay like damn he trying to play me and he never put me in a situation where anybody could play me that's the luxury of doing business with the big homie so that's a one there but i'm just a person who live in his reality a lot of these people escape reality with the industry Remember these people are somebody they living in the industry as somebody they wanted to be in their neighborhood. Mm. So when they get the record, and then you get the people listening to you, it's easy to walk around. I'm the new, I'm I'm the thug on the block. I'm the biggest shit. Why? Because you could get security now. You got forty five niggas want to roll with you. But before the record, before the nick, the security, before that, you just was a chump sitting in your crib looking out the window watching the action Mm. go down. Mind you, I participated in the action. So I didn't have to get into the industry and be something that I wasn't. I was always who I was. Sure, just being who you were. So I live in reality. And like I said, a lot of people don't love reality because reality hurt. Like to be the nigga and then wake up and be like, damn, I ain't that nigga. I remember days I could go to the mall and just shop for bitches. Mm. Now I go to the mall, I barely could find a pair of sneakers I like. (laughs) (laughs) You feel me? And, And some people can't face that yeah and i can it's cool i laugh at it
0: yeah you know uh you you speak about saying that you know even like when you talk about jay and you say like uh you know we all good there but you're honest dude and i'm sure sometimes you had some differences with like is it hard for you to ever like say like because i'll give example for me like sometimes if something bothers me i just say how i feel to whoever it is and not disrespectful but just i just want to tell these day and age sometimes throughout time people don't want to be bothered with that like listen man you, you got a problem with everything or or you, mm-hmm. you or you know if you, sometimes you speak on the real shit, but people just think you're complaining,
1: but or you're really you just, pointing
0: out real shit,
1: yeah, see, but the thing is that's why I love uh the structure of Rockefeller and rock nation and we and we build warehouse music group the same way. It's like me and Jay was always homies, so we never discussed business, you no, know, we discussed records, we discussed music, but when it came down to contracts percentages, splits. Uh, agreements, that was uh, handled amongst managers and attorneys. We Hmm. didn't talk about that because it's like I don't want to hear you robbing me and you ain't going to tell me you robbing me. So at the end of the day, let's let the peoples come together and let's come to a mutual agreement. Let them handle that while we just over here pop bottles and and chill. We make the records.
0: But you were always happy with that because that's one thing I will say about you. And I don't think people like you exist. You know, I consider myself the same type of cloth, loyal. And yeah. I feel like there's very few loyal people in this world anymore. You oh. know, I feel like once we get past this generation that I'm talking about, you know, you're not going to get people that are loyal like that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like people in Rockefeller didn't do a lot for you, too. No, but every,
1: what, everybody did. And, and I think loyalty now, man, is just people don't want to be number two, three, four, five. Everybody want to be number one. Mm. In lamest terms, everybody want to be the chief. Nobody want to be the Indian. Mm. you know what i'm saying i like the
0: way you broke that down for the spanish-speaking people (laughs) just put an sap button press the sap button and
1: that's really what it is like a lot of these dudes out here they everybody want to be number one and i always knew to catch up the whole man jesus himself gotta come down and touch this pen are you kidding Mm. me this nigga is killing shit and and they even listen to, like, the joints he do with Joe, the remixes he got out, he still got bars. Yeah. And
0: it's like. well, people are still looking for him. It's crazy that he's still, you know, keep in mind, hip-hop uh, is a young man's game. And, and the reason why I say that for, you correct me if you're <laughs> wrong, the reason why I say that for is because people who listen, in, not me, but the younger people, they'll look at, oh, oh, Memphis Big, oh, what's he doing now? Mm-hmm. We, 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 he ain't relevant no more. That's right. But they don't say that in country. They don't say that about Kenny Rogers. They let that motherfucker tour until he's blue in the face.
1: That's right. That and motherfucker, Look
0: okay, he's going to die on stage. And,
1: and they will perform the, the ceremony right there. Yeah. Cremate him and everything right there. Tour. The cremation tour. Like, in hip-hop, I feel like we put ceilings on ourselves just as a culture. Mm-hmm. Like, shit, you get a certain age, people tell you you ain't supposed to wear Jordans yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying but ain't that so crazy we people we say when you're gonna grow up yeah we put a ceiling on everything you can't have a two-seater at a certain age you mm. gotta have the minivan because you mm. got the family now like we put ceilings on everything <laughs> so it's on us to break the box you know what i mean Yo,
0: how much did jay love the mafia the reason why i say that for is growing up um there was a couple of people I, that i knew that knew him knew new people around him And they used to say how much, you know, me being Italian and growing up, they used to say that he loved the the mob, that that
1: whole lingo style. I think it's bigger than how much Jay loved the mob, it's how much this country loved the mob. Yeah. This country is built the same way. You got top dogs, middlemen, hitmen, the clip squad, Mm. got the security over here. Like, everything the mob invented, the government took and made legal.
0: Yeah. Shit, you got that right. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I want to go back to Jersey for a second. I want to tell a Brooklyn story. As soon as I get to uh, Jersey, I had to. My, my brother, my younger brother, needed air in his tire, so I go to oh. I go to Wawa. Right? No go. Crazy is I didn't know that. Then this is when I knew I was in a better environment. To get, the air was free. I did not have to pay for the shit. <laughs> yeah. It's usually fifty cents where well, I that's grew up. Right. So I'm over there putting the uh, the 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 tube into the you know like trying to fill up the air. I can't get the the valve into the the bike. So all of a sudden I look up, there's five cars waiting for air. So I'm like, fuck, right now I feel pressured, you know, like, a, <laughs> like you know, the, the spotlights on me. The guy's looking at me, and I get up and I'm looking at him, and I'm trying to get it, I'm trying to get it. I'm even laying on the floor trying to get underneath his bike and get it for him. Mm-hmm. I get up, the guy's still looking at me. My instinct of my New York style was like, what the what fuck, fuck is this looking guy at? looking at, That's man? That's right. Off top Yo So the guy's still looking at me I'm like damn I can't get the fucking The the, the air in his tire He's looking at me I'm tight Dude starts walking over Yo I clinch up
1: That's right You ready to bro Like he's about to say something Do you
0: know what the dude tells me
1: You need help Can I help you That's right I was like yo What the I felt like a fucking retard You know if you was in New York You knew exactly how that Would have played out You'd be like yo What the fuck is you taking so long for Shorty (laughs) Move this fucking bike I gotta put Yo come on man (laughs) <laughs> Slowing me the fuck up with this bike, Shorty. That's exactly oh, no. why you was on point. You know that's how the movie would have played out in New York.
0: <laughs> Yo, know, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Listen, you gotta fit, you gotta your son's gonna be 15 years old, man.
1: Yeah, man, it's crazy. God bless you. You only had one kid. One kid, that's it. Never man. wanted to
0: have another?
1: Yeah, nah. I'm working on that, but back then, nah. Yeah. Like I always wanted to wait until I got married. Yeah. Because that baby mama life. Yeah. That shit is serious. Yeah, I know all about all kind of threats come. Yeah. You can't say nothing. Car
0: windows knocked out. Yeah, shit. Keyed is, up cars. It's
1: all bad. And it's like you just gotta take it. I wanna know who wrote the rule book for baby mamas? Because mm. I wanna go back and slap that chick. Like, <laughs> who gave you the audacity? Like, chicks like this I'm gonna tell you a scenario, right? Like you said, my son'll be fifteen Saturday. I'm taking him to Greece. Mm, really? Nice. See, that's right? dope. Like I can't call his moms and be like, "Yo, I'm taking your son to Greece. You gotta pay for the flight." But when she take him somewhere, that's the conversation I get. Yeah, so I'm I, taking yeah, your money. son to Hawaii. You gotta pay for the flight. Wait, are you taking him or am I taking him? Like, mm. right? that's why I want to know who wrote the rule book on this. Like,
0: you know, you know what's fucked up. Without getting way too much into that shit, because that shit is stressful. Because <laughs> I've been through it. But you know what's fucked up? Even when you give child support, right? I always hated giving... Th- thank God I didn't have to go to court in the beginning because I don't want to feel like I have to give money. I'm going to uh-huh. give money. That's but, right. But then again, there's some guys who don't, so I guess that's why they make child support law. But the thing that bothers me is you may give a certain amount. Say you give 600 a month, just say. Uh-huh. Right? Some guys will be like... They'll be like, oh, she, he, she needs sneakers or he needs sneakers. Or Kuo's like, yo, use it out of the 600 I gave you. Uh-huh. Then there's some guys like me who keep it separate. Mm-hmm. But the point I'm trying to make is... When you, with the child support laws, is, there's no bargaining. No. There's no understanding. Like, say if you get laid off or something happens, they, they want that same amount of money.
1: Yeah, they don't care.
0: So so there's no understanding on anything. And then meanwhile, when you give extra, I, I mean, it, it, it's a tough job because, you know, it's it, it's weird. Guys get tainted, man. Definitely. When 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 you have to, you know, when because some girls are like, you know, you'll pay child support. It, it, you get taken advantage sometimes. And you get your kid used against you.
1: Definitely. That's why I'm saying who wrote that rule book? Yeah. Because you automatically have four. I thank God I never went through the child support scenario. Me and my son, moms, we had war, but we was able to work through a lot of our war and call a truce on our own terms. You know what I'm saying? But I experienced with family and friends going down the, to a Family court Child support situation You guilty before you even Got out the car Yeah Them females in there Even taking your name For the list So you could be seen By the officer You wrong in their eyes As soon as they see you They like this piece of shit You don't take care Of your kid nigga They don't know what's going on yeah, yeah
0: You know what They judge you You know what they, I didn't even think like that yeah. Because you get judged Like a motherfucker As soon
1: as you were In the parking lot
0: as soon as you get out
1: the car. I'm and, and, you. and you
0: know, you know, you know what happens is I think it's the people who work in that business automatically seeing so much fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. So they just think like, yeah, another motherfucker. Yeah.
1: Another one. And
0: that and that's probably I don't even want to get into this, but that's probably what's wrong with the system. And even how police and how everybody look at it, because they just judge everything that they think they yeah, see.
1: Definitely. Like my thing, man, with police, I just feel like you gotta comply, man. Yeah. Let your let the lawyers and let the the, the Your legislator You write to them Let them determine that Because like The average Caucasian American man Let him get locked up For something sure. he didn't do He's suing And he getting a bag sure. While we fighting And like we ain't do it Let me go He's suing Sure We need to We need to follow The same steps man I went I, I stayed in a hotel one night Where my next door neighbor Woke up Because we was making noise And he went to the front desk And complained White guy mm-hmm. Right he complained that we was making so much noise that he was going to miss his meeting in the morning. They gave that man a weekend free and that night free. What? Let me have went down there and complained that somebody was making noise that I was going to miss my fucking meeting. I would have got locked up. Yeah, yeah. So the nerve, the, the, ner- the
0: nerve of you. The that's nerve what I'm saying.
1: We need to take advantage of the system the same way. Sure. The system is there to be played like any other game. Let's you, play it.
0: You know, you know what's funny? Many times people hit me up because, you know, I, uh, I was a single dad for, for, you know, about 15 years so far. My daughter was two. Now she's 17. Uh, people hit me sad. up and be like, yo, what do I do? Her, you know, her mother ain't let me see, you know, see my kid. What do I do? And, I, and and in the beginning, I used to, you know, talk them through it. Now I just say, go to court. That's right. But the thing is, a lot of us don't like doing that. It's like kind of like almost... You know, Snitching. like going to the police or yeah. something. But when and it I'm come like, yo, to go, your go kid, to court, man.
1: When it come down to your kid, man, come on. You got to be every sucker in the book. Yeah. That's your youth right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you got to get that right, man. Like, i do anything for my kid. I'd I, I sell a farm for the baby yeah. boy. Yeah. You killing me? Goats. <laughs> Everything, Everything must go. That sign to be right outside the farm. Everything must go. You, you, <laughs> you grew up with a mom and dad? I grew up with a mom. She was both. Mm-hmm. I never knew, like... I met my father maybe once. He walked past me in the street. I wouldn't know what that man, who he is or what he looked like.
0: When, when did you even see him when you were young?
1: Probably was like about three, four years old. Well, that probably was the last time. Like, it ain't even never been something that I even wanted to, like a chapter I wanted to close. There's nothing that man could say to me. I seen my mom sign that blue slip as father and mom too many times yeah. to hear his story. So that's where I'm at.
0: Let me that. ask you, you ever think throughout the years, you know, did that ever bother you? Like, meaning, like, growing up without a father? Ever, you,
1: Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You needed that man there. But I had a great stepfather. Yeah. My sister father raised me and my brother. God bless. You know, he passed away. And that's who taught us how to be men, man. So, you know, and, and that's how I live it. Like, you know, a lot of men don't like already made families. Yeah. But he was somebody that came in and, and took on two soldiers and raised us to be the men we are today. Yeah. So, without him, I, I always say that's my father that he passed away. My biological father, he out here living like a piece of shit somewhere. See, that's why I love
0: hearing stories about like how, especially how much you love and what you do for your kid. Because it's about, see, you think about it. a lot of us, and I say this a lot, a lot of our fathers, some of that were around, they were good people. But they just didn't know how to show love. That a lot of people dealt with that type of stuff. Either you didn't have a father, or if you did have a father, his father didn't show him love, so he really didn't know how to show you love. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? They not Maybe they said, you know, they didn't <coughs> hug you, or like they just didn't know how to show love like parents show love today. Yeah, and definitely. I love seeing that, and I love that you're you're breaking the chains. You know, you're like, yo, I'm not gonna let this affect me. Keep in mind, please, there's some people who who harbor that shit and would never do what they do. I know it sounds crazy, but wouldn't do what they do for their kids. Because they're holding on to somebody. like, yo, my father didn't do this. Fuck that. Maybe oh, you could have been an absentee father.
1: Nah. But like, no, I'm saying
0: I, you never let that shit break you. I
1: look at my son and it's like, I want to give him the things I always wanted a father to give me. Mm. And I remember one day, man, this is a little bit off topic, but I remember one day my son really almost broke me. Like, you know, you're not supposed to show your kid yeah, no yeah. emotions. You're supposed to be the rock. How'd that happen? Because he looked at me one day. He was about five years old. And he just said, yo, dad, where's your dad? Mm. and I'm like huh I never had no dad I'm just your dad and he like serious so you never had nobody take you to the movies take you to get ice cream to the park none of that so I'm like nah he was like man don't worry when I get older dad and I get some money I'm gonna take you to the movies (laughs) like I'm looking at him like huh like that shit I was born a 10 you know what I'm saying and that's just real shit so I never harbored none of that man like I said I was raised by my mother my brother and my sister pops. they yeah. in my
0: hood. And, and keep in mind, you got lucky. And when I say you got lucky is you were around, you were around a lot of older dudes that actually cared for you. Yes, definitely. You know, like, Jay. like Jay and, 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 and Beehive. Beehive. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, Clark, yep. Clark. Yep. Source Money. Yep. Tata. Yep. Emery. Yep. All of them. I God was around damn. the OGs. I read a statement the other day that somebody put up. He was like, yo, I was raised by the OGs. These kids today raised by IG. Mm. <laughs> That's classic. That's crazy. You know, I
0: I remember you saying that you were 15 years old on the back of a GS with TVs in it.
1: Yo. Yo, did you miss your childhood? A little bit. But my childhood, I did so much so young. Like, stealing dogs, dog houses, club houses, stealing chains on the J train, hats, mm-hmm. going out. I remember, like, doing everything. I remember when Jan Sports came out, man. Yeah, was, with the string. I was sticking everything for the Jan Sport, your Nordica jacket. Like, yep. so I had, from 10 to about 14 years old, we was out here living, ready to die, doing everything. Shooting off the roof, breaking car windows, doing everything you could do as a kid. But then at 15, it's like, once I said the hove yo... I rhyme. It's like nigga just gave me nine point nine gigawatts and put me in the back to the future car. Just let me go. That day, that so so he
0: lived in the building. Uh, yeah, you lived on, on, on the, the fifth, fifth floor. floor. Right, you I lived, lived on, on the third. Yeah, and cool with your sister, right? With my mom's. Okay,
1: and, and that's an ill story because I remember having a conversation with my mother before she moved in Marcy. She had a. A choice to move into the projects in um, Coney Island. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, so she went and seen both apartments, and she seen Marcy second, and she met his sister the first time when she went to see the apartment. She was like, girl, you don't you want to live here. Marcy is where it's at. Mm. And you got like, shit, I show you around, and my moms just went like, you know, she good peoples, I'm going to move here think if my moms would have went to CI we probably wouldn't be having this Shit, conversation hell no we wouldn't be <laughs> you know <what> I mean, we <laughs> ble-
0: ble- ble- could have a din number
1: <laughs> you already know 03A
0: 1736 you already know but listen i'm glad it worked out that way man right. so so he so she he was cool with your mom his moms was cool with uh
1: his mom his sister him yeah. he got two sisters you know and they always cool with the whole family like i said his nephews like I said, I used to grow, Yo, hold on one second.
0: Let's, let's go to that because we were speaking about this before. You're part of the Do Say Friday podcast. Shout out Sh- Do Say Friday. Shout out to them.
1: Be Axel Raw, young yep. Raw.
0: Now, I said when, when I just, uh, you know, we came in the studio off air, I was like, damn, you must have seen that kid Raw grow up. And what did you say to me?
1: To babysit though, man. Yo, that's <laughs> that crazy funny, but because that dude is that dude is a big dude. Yeah, I, and know? I and I tell him that all the time. Him, all of his brothers, they all grew up to be so big, and I'm looking at these dudes like, man. I remember I used to try to punk y'all. Y'all niggas jump me now. I better watch my back, like. But yeah, I used to to take them to school, pick them up. I remember being with them all the time. Like they older brother Lavelle. Trust me, he's a spades champion. Mm. Like you don't want him. He hell. don't reneg, right? No. Nah. He's a spades king. and been playing since he was like six. He had all the girls in the projects. He,
0: have, he ever run the wheel? You know the uh, ten books was that?
1: Is that the wheel? No, it's not the wheel. It's called a uh, ten for two. A ten for two. Ten yeah, for two. Like we, the big I feel, one. I think. I think the OGs just called it a wheel. We just called this Schmack City. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we just call it Smack City.
0: But but I'm glad to see you know it. it, it somebody like them, you know, like Rel. And uh, you know, Duse like make something different. Like that's that's what I really like. Like like mm-hmm. that's what intrigues me. And even I was saying like with Duce, you know, you're a brand ambassador. That's right. How did that happen? I remember you saying that uh you, you wanted to do something and Ho was like, yo, do this or run with this. How'd that happen?
1: <laughs> it wasn't even that simple. Like it was just like a point where it was like, yo, I'm a little bit tired of doing freestyles and mixtapes and sure. trying to get the album and talking to promoters, doing shows. I want to do something different. Let me let me step outside the artist box. So I went to the office, I had a conversation with him, and he was basically saying to me like, bleep, you kidding me? You you smoke bud? You you gonna be in the meetings at nine in the morning on time? You going to be there, like, you going to be giving ideas, you going to be on time. And I'm like, nigga, yeah, like, give me anything in this office you need me to run point guard on, and I'm going to show you, I'm going to take it to the top. So he was like, yo, we doing this. And this is before I even seen the way you go back on my IG, you go back probably 200 weeks. And I put the first bottle up, it's the little sample, and I was like, this is the first run we're going to move it. And here we are today. And, like, he never thought I was even going to take this as serious as I did. Yeah. So you, you know, proved them wrong. You I had to. And
0: I'll tell you one thing, that bottle is fucking dope. It, and I was saying it separates itself from other brands.
1: Definitely. And you're going up against brands that had a hundred year head start. Sure. So we had That's to approach crazy it, when you like, think about it like like we had to approach it like selling dope, literally. Like giving out samples, giving away cases, let me know how it hit. Like do I gotta make it stronger? Like, you know, we was really pushing man and I love to see where it's grown. It only been out five years, man. Yeah. Five years went so quick.
0: Hey, listen, it, it, it's something that I feel like has become a household name. Definitely, um, it's definitely you know when you think of cognac, you know you you you're definitely thinking of uh, of that right up there. Yeah, you know if, made, it, if it's even if it's second for now, it's still it, it, it's not only that. Yeah. We
1: made it cool to drink cognac. Sure, we sure. made it we made it for the girls. We made it sexy. Like I tell them, it's the new flat tummy tea for the ladies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you know that's even dope that Jay like you know like with a new project because you know I always think of like when I think of y'all, I think of gangster shit. So when I think of like you know somebody like listen Bleak. We got sanitation over here. You're gonna take over. We're gonna fucking collect two thousand every fucking like shit like that. Uh-huh. So for that to happen, like yo, we got this fucking Duce, you know, and and you were able to prove to him, you know. Did he ever was he happy that uh, you know how far you had brought it?
1: Hell yeah! When I did the uh, the deal in in Vegas, with my shout out my man Fred C out there, we closed the deal in the Palms Casino. You know what I'm saying? Putting that douce. Who's really that making, Sam Rothstein over there? Re- really making moves in in the mob stack. Forget about it. So, you know what I'm saying? When the tangerine. To, when you go to Nine Steakhouse, just make sure you order that douce. You know okay, what I mean? Okay. And you know who put that in there. When I did that deal, that's when he was looking at me like, hold on, this nigga really up to something. And then, you know, they used to give little trials like, yo, we got to move 300 cases by the end of the month. And I'll go out there and move 500. Mm. Niggas looking at me like, huh?
0: That's that hustle in you.
1: No, gotta...
0: Now, let me ask you something. Is 444 a new collaboration with uh, Duzay?
1: I really don't even know. I just posted it because I seen my whole team posted it. You see, I even <laughs> put the thinking face under there, like, what the fuck is 444? Yeah. So, I was looking, I thought 444 yesterday, something was going to happen. Yeah. Nothing happened, so it's just like, I don't know.
0: Yo, know, the internet is funny because the internet w- uh, w- w- would put, um, you know, they, they put, like, memes where, like, people are waiting, you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, people- I, hey, illest- listen... In this
1: yeah. one I seen somebody said, what if 444 is just promotion for a new Bleak album? <laughs> it's like, hmm, it's hey, a good thought.
0: Hey, listen, you know, it goes back to us saying before with Jay. It's a beautiful thing that he's still able to be so relevant. That people actually care if it even is an album or anything. But uh, that's dope. Listen, yeah, that's smallest, it. At his age?
1: Like, it's just, he's the God, man. He's the greatest I ever seen do it, man. Yeah. Like seriously and that's not just being biased man I was there from the beginning like you like you said in the beginning everybody want to be number 1 sure you think I ain't try yeah you know what I mean they just I had to face reality this nigga number 1 is like 17 number 1 so you like got to get the minus number 1 before you even could get the one of his number ones like he's just the greatest my G like yeah, I seen it all. I could tell you the blueprint: what he ate, what he drove, where he slept, where he stayed, the kind of girls he fuck with, and nobody road won't be paved the same. It's just I heard, I heard you say
0: before that if somebody else could have your ears and eyes, their head'll fucking explode. Explode
1: straight up. I tell my boy that all the time. If you could borrow my eyes and my ears for one day, you'll want to kill yourself. Yeah. Type of shit I hear, man. What people <laughs> acts and
0: you're not supposed crazy. to write nothing down. Don't write nothing down. <laughs> I remember that uh, in the casino, he had Burned a book. He had, he had a book, and he's like, "Hey, you're not supposed to write anything fucking down."
1: You, I told Hov when he bow out, my book. Pff, I'm going for it. Write yeah. this book, man. Put it all down, all the stories, all you, the madness. You
0: know, when we think about what well, you should do, a book. I you know, am. you know, when we think about loyalty, and we go back to saying you, and uh, you know, you think about like all the things you've been involved in, and all the things that you know he came to you with. And just just that relationship alone is a beautiful thing to have. Not only just because it's J, but just because like you know that it's still prospering, that it's still it's still it's still out there. Not many people can say that, man. No, business deals ruin financial money ruins relationships all the time. It, it, it it's
1: it's not easy all the time. And people always look at it like, come on, he like like a lot of people look at it like, of course you are gonna be cool with Hove. He the richest nigga ever. Who not gonna be cool with him? But What they fail to realize. He been the richest nigga ever in my eyes since he lived on the fifth floor. Sure, sure. <laughs> like, so the money he got now is just enhance his rich nigga swag. But he been the rich nigga. Like,
0: tell him that story that um when he uh when you decided to want to take a break and they went on tour without you and he came to your house and to- what did what what he tell you about about like yo I'm rich? Yeah,
1: Remember? he told me I'm. That's basically it. Like yo I'm rich. I've been there. I'm trying to help you. You know, everybody in this apartment, I'm trying to give you the opportunity to change their life. I'm good already. I don't need Memphis Bleak. Without Memphis Bleak, Jay-Z is going to always be good. And I looked at him and was like, you know what? I don't think I'm ever going to miss another studio session again because you fucking right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, thought you thought you made it already.
1: Yeah, hey, I had one song. Coming to age, It's All Right was just coming yep, out. Yep. I was shaking. High school, I was popping. I had the teachers loving me. Woman everything the hood love every projects i was that nigga so of course i felt like i didn't even have a new whip i had a girl who had a whip and her whip basically was my whip so Mm. yeah new whip Mm. but (laughs) i just thought i was that nigga like and he came and showed me, you not that nigga. You ain't achieved nothing, young boy.
0: Mm. Hey, was you had a lot of guidance, something that I think many people need in this day and age. You know, definitely. Like, like I honestly be honest with you, even me, the way I grew up, like I could have used an older dude. Uh, a lot of the older dudes I hung around didn't didn't they didn't teach us right meaning. Like like they taught us like to crash and burn. They mm. didn't really teach us to flourish. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And 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 and, I, and we and we glorified them and and you know i, I had some ogs yeah.
1: like that too man trust me i had this couple in my box same way man that i looked at and was like yeah they the guy but then like you said they crash and burn yeah
0: you know your cousin is sean price is a late great friend of mine man i love That's sean God, bernadette man. and you bernadette, know
1: Bernadette, man it's so crazy man i remember growing up with bernadette my brother used to love that girl yeah
0: <laughs> it's crazy man we had bernadette on a bunch of times uh, you know um I I miss Sean. You know, uh, you, you yeah, know. Come
1: on, man. I he, miss him there for his family, especially for his little girl. Yeah, like his little see girl. Sean P. You know, they were such a unit together, and it's like it, it hurt when I see her like that. Like,
0: you know, when he said that line. Oh, where was I? Oh, yes. Sean Carter is nice, but Sean Price is the best. Yo, know, <laughs> did Sean? Did Jay Z ever hear that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yo, I remember one time we was uh in Germany and. Sean P was out there and he had a show yeah. and I'm telling Jay like you know he knew of him but he didn't know that was my family mm-hmm. so I bring him back there and I'm like yo this is my cousin like man get the fuck out of here that shit I'm like yeah that's like real cousin like blah mm-hmm. like no way word and he was always all chilling kicking it out yeah. there in Germany that's when Jay first found out that was years ago
0: Yeah, I know when he passed uh, Rock Nation had donated uh, I think some money and stuff yeah. like that that was dope I really you know like people, people first of all people don't have to do anything no. You know what I'm saying? And and I think too many people, you know, uh from the outside have too many opinions. You know, of what Jay should do or what but, this should do or what you should do or what anybody should do.
1: And that's the thing. And for man, them to do
0: something like that, I know they donated some money and,
1: and man, I feel like social media, internet period, man, that just gave people everybody put just put a put an opinion in everybody's hand. Like anybody can say whatever they want. Like when you dropped the album back in ninety 798 you didn't know what somebody in new orleans thought about it mm. you know what i'm saying now you could just go on your twitter for you know what a nigga in arkansas and kansas and in tobago trinidad think about your record like
0: we had we had uh ed woods on um wow, boy, I don't, woods. you know ed woods
1: wow yeah shout out ed woods almost almost got me in that undertaker contract <laughs> 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 the fugazi The got, what Almost happened? got your boy. Shout out Dame Dash for, for brokering that Really? Rip. Dame Dash got you out Dame of it? Dame Dash saved my Tell motherfucking us about life, man. Because I got a contract from Ed Woods. You know what I'm saying? He was representing somebody. I ain't going to put him all blast because he's still family. I don't think he understood what was going on because you know the lawyer was just trying to outsmart niggas.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. So I, I'm reading the contract and something just said all of these synthesis... I don't know what they say, but 50% sounds not right to me. Mm. So I called Dang. Yo, I got this contract from this lawyer, Edwards, whatever, whatever, yo. Bring it to you, check it out. Dang like, all right, come on, come to the office. I showed them this contract. This nigga went crazy. Mm. Got me a new lawyer, everything. Got me new management, got everything for me. Got me up out of there, tore that shit up, and that was it.
0: You know, um... We had choke no joke on a while ago. Shout out that dude's choke a wild dude. Is he? Yo, he he said that Jay wasn't messing with Dame for a long time before the public ever seen it. You know, um, I mean, we don't know that. You know, uh, but it's,
1: it's always internal drama though. Like, I always try to figure out at what point did the like the separation happen and you can never determine it because they the big homies and they the, they get money together and money like you said could ruin any relationship sure, even marriage and this fucking hollywood drug man this shit will it is send is is worse than heroin is worse than crack. any crack is worse than all these pills and syrup niggas Molly it is taking. <laughs> it's worse than all that you get one whiff of this hollywood shit you ain't never going back but it didn't change you no because we always lived Hollywood life, running trains, having money, smoking ounces and pounds in front of you, whiling down cars, crashing them, buying new ones. Shit, my, my cousin was a pimp, man. He taught me how to drive at 13. Mm. I was letting girls out the car on the Tridac. Like, so none of this shit excited me. All I wanted was the money and to bring my peoples with me to have some fun. But when you were
0: when you were around that shit, because I know you speak about a lot about how yeah like, you seen rich shit, like you're around that shit. How did you were able to stay yourself? Like real talk. Like I know I know you're saying like you know you always lived the Hollywood life, but you could. Some people are like, damn, like I I want what they have. It's, like
1: when you go back home and you go to your family, reality is all in your face, man. Mm-hmm. You can hide from it. I could stay in hotels for six months, stay in the rich for a month. But when you leave that hotel and you go back and you see the faces on your family, them cabinets, them refrigerators, that's reality right there, man. You can't run from it. You only mm. can run to it. So to be something that I'm not and to chase something that's basically too far-fetched to achieve is like, come on. Some niggas sell a soul to sell millions. I ain't got to do that. Yeah. I just want to make a million.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, you know, even just I know you, you speak about growing up like roaches on the floor. Fly traps Yeah,
1: we just We just was in the hood The other day Roaches was everywhere yeah. Still I had to tell my man Bomb the crib Like it's too. La You ever heard of La Bamba? Like get some Chinese chit off
0: Yo, that La Bamba, the Dominicans got that La Bomba shit, man. You, you you turn that shit, motherfuckers. Run, run for the door, run for the door. Right. Bomb. I, I ain't
1: even know niggas. You come had back. them in the crib in two thousand seventeen.
0: Word, yo, word of life. You, you come back, them fucking them fucking roaches are sideways, like they're on Maui. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 that's, yo, the only thing that's fucked up about the roaches is that like. People got to put all their dishes and clothes Everything in there. Everything away. They,
1: you got to eat with the light on. Yo, shit is, all
0: of that shit fall off the ceiling right in your cereal. Get three of them bombs. <laughs> put that shit in there. You know? Now, let me ask you something. Um, just doing research and stuff like that. They they said that you claim bankruptcy. I know, is that right? True? That's
1: fucked up, man. I don't know where they be getting shit like this Who the from, fuck man? makes these things up? I don't know, man. And they said, and it was what I like about the article, they said that my company, Low Torrin or whatever, file bankruptcy but I still get paid to that company and I didn't know whoever was, if they filed, I I didn't know me, I didn't file bankruptcy, so Malik Cox, I don't know what they talking about, so it's cool, I love it. Say I'm broke, That let people, don't ask me for nothing, I'm fucked up. I
0: like that, I like that. Don't ask me for nothing. I like that, I like that. Yo, you know what's so funny too, I'm gonna give you an example. (laughs) Just Blaze, Just Blaze, obviously, you you know, Just Blaze, friend of mine. Yeah. Somebody, so people, when people know that you're friends with people, just Boys bought a, a Ferrari or a Lamborghini mm-hmm. about a, a year ago,
1: right? I don't know why that boy don't drive. But,
0: but exactly. But now he drives. He got his <laughs> license finally. But let me tell you this. Somebody hits me and was like, damn. Yo, Just is making money out here. And in my mind, I was like, yo, he's been making money. Yeah. the fuck like, are you what? talking about? But this is what goes to show you that if, like, I'll give an example. Say you could afford a, a, a Lamborghini. You put that on Instagram tomorrow. Maybe in the comments, people start saying like, damn, Bleak making money again. Or Bleak, Bleak out here living. Or, or something, he's doing something not knowing that you could have had money all the time. You just didn't spend it like that.
1: And and it's like, it's hard to enjoy your money in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, you get a Lamborghini in New York, this shit going to be fixed every week. Sure, with potholes. Like, you feel me? Like, so a lot of things, me, I feel like. I did all of that The cars That's why For just to have A Lambo now I'm looking at him Like why I remember when He bought a truck I took him to get Rims in the system And he never drove The truck again The truck he literally Had it parked For like five years Like Mm. He never drove it had rims on it, TVs in it, system out the roof, and never drove the truck. So to see him riding around in a Ferrari and a Lambo now, trust me, that's fucking mind blowing. It's crazy. It's crazy
0: how <laughs> that, that, we'll get to that when we come back from a break. We're going to break soon. But, um, you know, just the whole Rockefeller, how everybody had the, flourished and, you know, and, yeah. and just to see everybody doing different things, it, it is really amazing. Even yeah. Just, like, his career has been amazing, man. Yeah,
1: Just is that guy, man. He's the game guy, he's the beat guy. He's just a fun guy to be around. Like, people like Just Blaze and Swiss, I always gave, like, the best producer crown to because when you get in the studio, you know, usually when you're in the studio as a rapper, you're mad at the world. You're like, I'm going to get this beat. I'm killing everybody. You yeah. give a fuck. Anybody I'm shitting on, niggas. And then you get with them. They hype, dancing around, playing games. You're like, fuck it. Let's do a party record. Bring some bottles in the studio. Call some chicks over. A session with them niggas is like a party. I love it.
0: You you didn't think uh, with Duma you didn't think that would be a hit, right? No, I hated that. But, I hated that. But beat. why?
1: Because I didn't like the beat. When they first played the beat, it was this kid a kid called Roots? He made the beat. He played it, and I was just sitting there like, nah, I don't like it. And Jay like, yo, you bugging? Like I hear I hear it on this. So I'm like, what? And then once he said the hook, that was it. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm a, you staying on the hook? He's like, yeah. Then cool. A record feature of you is always it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So 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 he was in the studio for that. Yeah, he now he don't. A lot of people always say uh, he doesn't write anything down. Yeah, you know
1: how's that possible? And he'll give you a few bars. Really? Like I hate when Jay'll be like, you say something, and then he'll be like, yo, nah, don't say that. Say this, and it be some ill. Then you like nigga. Now what I'm supposed to say after that. Yeah. Like, you just fucked my whole verse up, my nigga. Thanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he has a couple of bars to give. What? You know, you always speak too about like your your opinion on ghost uh, ghost writing. You know what I mean? Um you explain like, yo, if you want to give
1: me something, no problem. Uh man, not from anybody, only from the hove. Only okay. from the god. And he has gave you stuff before. Definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ali a lot of and not only verses, he alley songs to me. That mm. I just had to insert rapper here. Mm. Like, niggas don't know. I never sat in the studio with Timberland. He didn't make his that Your Bitch for Bleak. Mm. Hov made the record. It was like, yo, Bleak is two open verses. Do that. Then when I did it, he was like, yo, fuck it. That's your record. Look, same thing. What
0: about M- Missy Elliott? How- she got on that? I anime? never
1: even met Missy. No? I shot a video with Missy and still never shook, shook that woman hand how man. ill is that how, that's crazy man this is what I'm telling you Hype <laughs> <laughs> Williams who did that fucking <laughs> like, video I think it was uh, what's my man name that was in I just watched him in the movie the other day too he was on Soul Plane what was his name man we'll get back to that yeah yeah we'll figure it out uh, but yeah like it's a shit it's a lot of a lot of things in this industry Hove alley-ooped me with Murder Marcy that was his record he had too many songs on his album he like bleak put a verse on it throw that on your album oh good looking what I'm supposed to do? Turn down records? Four gold albums, right? Four, yeah. One, one. Partner. They tried to cheat me on my understanding. That joint plat platt. They tried to cheat me on that.
0: Yo, you know what I want to talk about real quick? <laughs> I want to talk about because for people who may not know, there are some that may know and some who may not know. You p- with, with with Jay, a lot of people think like, and, and, and we spoke about this before a couple times, um, that like. You're just good. Like, he just gives you money. People don't re- just, like, takes care of you or make sure you're all right. And you spoke, like, you, no, no, I'm saying, mem- we went, yeah. people think that. Remember, we went uh-huh. over this a long time ago. And we went over this where, like, um, you know, you were like, yo, I, like, I had to rap. I had to, like, like here, like, I'm going to get you this. Uh, uh, I'm going to tell these people
1: you're good for the job. But you got to go show up. That's right. You know? Like, I tell. I, I just had this conversation with somebody in Manolo camp that I was telling them, like, if I never dropped Memph Bleak is, I wouldn't be right here. Mm. I got to remember, when I signed to Rockefeller, me and Sauce Money was still, we was shooting neck and neck. Sauce was yeah, Jay Shouts Sauce. Sauce Money, like, that was Jay. I was the little homie. Sure. Sauce was the, that's my partner. Sure. We, we rolling. You know what I mean? I ain't going to say I'm better than Sauce or nothing, but I just made records that worked. And that's why I, I'm still here. Like, I, I rode the wave. Like, it's a lot of rappers who was in our camp who the records then they never made the record they never came out you know what i'm saying so it's like if i never made do that your bitch round here memph mm, bleak mm. is f- none of them albums we would not be having this conversation over to t- that conversation i'm rich and all that Womp would have been over i would be back in mp hustling
0: mm.
1: and that's just reality and of i wouldn't all. and you would never be in wawa it never being Why. Wouldn't even know what quick check is. Quick check. None quick check. of that. I
0: never even knew what these things were. You, I'm. <laughs> but but you know what? It it, it it's a good thing. I'm explain that to you. Um, I always felt like being a Brooklyn kid. Like we we say, like, oh, we Brooklyn, we New York forever. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to stay there forever. Oh, nah. like why? Why did you move to Jersey? It, it, a chance to evolve,
1: different, or I just always wanted the yard. Yeah. I always as a kid, I always dreamt of backyard, driveway. Let my dog run around, do what he do, kids in the pool. Like I always dreamt of that. You know, I grew up in an apartment with damn near eight people in the two-bedroom apartment. We slept on top of each other. You know what I'm saying? So excuse me. I always wanted bigger. So the move to Jersey, when I met my son mom's and she the one who really made me want to move to Jersey. Because at that time when I first met her, you no, know, a lot of my friends was dying at the time. We was in we had drama. It was shootouts. Everybody was dying. We was going to a funeral down there every other every two, three months. And she was saying to me, she had a conversation, she said to me one day, like, that's weird. Like, your friends is getting killed like this rapid. Like where I come from, people don't die. Mm. Like they only die in car accidents or old age or, or, movies. or some sickness. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, huh? I want my little sisters and brothers and my son to be saying the same thing. I don't want them growing up losing friends the way I did, so I moved the whole family to Jersey, and we've been there ever since.
0: Yeah, happy family. You know what I mean? (laughs) mean, Hey,
1: listen, it's a beautiful thing, you know? But I'm ready to relocate now, man. I'm ready to go out west somewhere, baby. You know what I mean? Listen, you're almost almost 40 years old, man. Yeah, I'll be 39 this year, man. You Mm -hmm. see that shit I'm getting up this time to get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Like they said... Fat, get fat, go to Miami, but Jada, I'm going to the West, my nigga. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, it's crazy because you really, when people think about it, like, again, we
0: talk about hip-hop, and people be like, you know, oh, Memphis Bleak, and, and people think Jay, this, that, all that. Oh, fuck all that shit for a second. Mm-hmm. When I think about the inspiration and the journey that you've been on, yo, you, you were in Nelson Mandela's crib. You just spoke about, real talk, anybody who listening from the hood or any type of struggles they've been through, never know what can happen this dude right here you think about it man uh uh, sleeping on top of each other you said eight people in fucking two Two bedroom apartment apartment. and then being in nelson mandela's crypt tell us about that
1: like that was crazy like first of all when we went to africa i didn't want to go why because they sent us a telegram we had a a email that went out to the whole group everybody had watch out for the militia watch out for landmines grenades and type of shit like that, so I call Hove like, yo, my nigga, we from the hood. I'm, I'm with the shootouts, the knife fights, <laughs> militia, grenades, landmines. I ain't that tough, my nigga, and I don't think none of us is that tough. We shouldn't go. So he looking at me like, what? What you mean? They, that's not for us. Bleak. They ain't gonna. That's for other people. They with us when we go. They welcoming us home. So I'm like, my nigga, I'm with you, no matter what. I just know I didn't want to go. So we go. And my, it was the most beautiful thing ever, man. We got up with uh, Nelson Mandela and his crew, Kofi O'Nan and his son, everybody. And we was really rolling like like the president out y'all there. y'all eat man. dinner like, over there? We ate everything, man. We had chefs, though. Okay. We had chefs. Shout out my man, Tony Royster, though. He didn't want to listen to me. He tried to order some room service. Really? <laughs> and we was in Ghana or something. He tried to order some room service. So I told him, you got to order things that grow from the earth. It's very rarely you could tamper with a fucking potato. Mm. So you order French fries. You know what I'm saying? Like, you order some lettuce or something. He want to order chicken and some burger. I'm telling this nigga, did you see a cow out this bitch since we've been here? (laughs) Like, like, where where they getting that from? So long story short, the food came back. It was terrible. He did not eat it. He ate the French fries only. And I told him. So there you Mm. go. Mm. But Africa is different. If you never been, you must go to see your people one time.
0: You also got a chance uh, to travel with. Uh, when did they perform for the Queen of, uh, of England? England?
1: Yeah, the, uh, the children, her sons. Okay, sons. Yeah, okay. they did the uh, the show. Beyonce and Jay did the show for her two sons. Yeah, we did it all, man. I've been all over this globe. I've been everywhere. Everywhere, right? How, how many? many how, how's you? How's the stamps on your passport, man? I just. I'm on my third one now. Okay. Like, how many think Hove has? He probably on his fourth or fifth right now. Like my my passports, literally, is textbooks. Mm. Like I got profile pictures books? and all type of shit in there. Visas from every country. I told my son the other day, I, I done been to every continent on this on this planet.
0: Yeah, I tell you, you know what? Let's take a quick break. Um, grab your chick, <laughs> or is that your chick? You know, <laughs> grab a, put an L. What are you doing? Fanto leaf?
1: Backwards? Oh, backwards. Okay, ready, get no. your
0: backwards ready. Uh, grab some Douce. Um put on a movie, you know, whatever you want to put on. Good fellas. Maybe we put on uh, you know, King in New York.
1: Oh, favorite, all time, or New Jack City. Listen, yeah, New Jack City. We'll be right back. Memphis Week is in the building. Cheer.
0: Internet, so you already know we told you this episode is brought to you by the good folks at Bevel. Let me tell you something. I want to give Tristan Walker a shout. I'm really proud to be part of the Bevel family. Let me tell you something. The guy's an inspiration, man. Just really took the groom industry by storm, man, just making sure that people have that clean, smooth shave. You know, just just, just keeping the diversity, keeping doing something for the people and just really being about the community and the culture. And I really fuck with Bevel and I fuck with Tristan Walker. And I know they just recently announced that they got a hair beauty uh, care product uh, for women called Form, man. I mean, this guy just continues to inspire. Listen, internets, go over to getbevel.com forward slash Pete. Check out what they got. Check out the products they got. Get, get yourself a discount, man. What the fuck's matter with you? fuck you waiting for? Listen, Shouts to Bevel. Getbevel.com. Bevel.com. where Pete. Check them out. Man, I want to give a shout out to the UN Athletics. UNAthletics.com. Make sure you go and log on. Use code checkout, Pete10 at at, at at the checkout. Get yourself 10% off. Free shipping. Let me tell you something. You know what I fuck with UN and all of my people in Atlanta or down south? They call them uh, E Wing. Did you know that, Internet? E Wing? Yeah. I'm telling you. people. Let me tell you something. People People from down south, some people call them E Wing. Okay, Ewing, shout out to Ewing Now, nah, it's Ewing Thank God they got rid of Phil Jackson That piece of shit, motherfucker Anyway, listen uh, He don't had nothing to do with fucking Patrick Ewing And the Ewing Athletics I've always been a fan of Ewing Athletics So it's dope that I'm able to collaborate with them And that they gave us a, 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 a 10% discount Use code PETE10 at checkout It'll give you 10% off your order and free shipping. Listen, I told you they got Anthony Mason shoe that coming out with with the with, with, uh, Anthony Mason's son that they're doing. That all the proceeds go to the family. I love shit like that. Like I said, unathletics.com, dot com. Pete ten. Put that out checkout. Get yourself ten percent off of free shipping. Now let's get back to the show. Chit chit Internet and we're back, saying here with my man Memphis bleak M yeah. Easy. Yeah. Now uh we were talking about um what the fuck were we talking about? Pro Tools, the oh, boy, Pro Tools. You
1: know, we wanted to make sure homie left it running. Yeah. And I'm like, we Pro Tools geniuses over here. Why man. is that? Because I'm my man Guru. Shout out young Guru. Yes, sir. Back in baseline days, you know, Guru used to do everybody session. Okay. From me to dipset, state property. And when I'm saying dipset, I'm talking about Jimmy, Cam, Santana. Then you got Bings Free. Owen Sparks then you got to go to me the Gunners and then Jay so he would make a he made a book like a laminated book of everything step by step of what you need to do to create a session save a session record punch-ins patches everything you could think about with Pro Tools all you had to do was go to the picture in the section in the book and you know we just studied the book and here we are <laughs> is, is Guru a genius Guru is a genius. Right. Really? Guru Why you say really fun. I say that because he lit. I really, lit- I literally watched this man take a two track and make it sound like he, like he mixed the whole record. Mm. Like if I give an a average engineer a, a beat and be like, "Yo, I need you to mix this record for me," first thing he want to do is get the record tracked out. Mm. You know what I mean? The producer got to send the record with the track separated. If he was fifty six, we want all fifty six sounds on individual tracks, like. And nowadays, producers used to forget how they produced the beat. Mm. So they would lose the fouls they, um, unquote unquote, they would claim. But I would be like, hey, he stole the beat. But then when you lost the beat, now you can't get the beat tracked out. Now it's one of your hottest records. What you got to do? You're not going to give it away. Goo would separate the motherfucking sounds. Wow. How? I don't know. But he will get it done. He
0: can't tell you the sauce.
1: That boy, like, I feel like to be a producer, to be an engineer, you got to be a little bit 730. And Mm. what I mean by 730, a little bit short, but off the rocker. Yeah, just a little bit. Because to be able to connect them sounds and put it all together, you fucking crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: And to be able to hear all of those sounds and clear them, you fucking crazier. So... Shout hey, out listen, to them. They 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 say you gotta be crazy <laughs> to be uh you know creative. You and, know? The, and all geniuses are crazy. Look at my man Kanye is whew. Yeah. He's a Did super you see dude. that? Did you see that in him? I knew, yeah. Because I some knew people Ye- some people didn't think he would be more than just a producer. No, I knew Ye was nice. He used to spit to us in the studio too all the time. But I also knew Ye was seven. But and you no know, it takes a person that's seven thirty to meet another seven thirty sure. nigga. So we to all seven thirty yeah. in this room yeah. by yeah. FYI. Yeah. Cause if all y'all niggas felt like y'all IQ level was higher than us, y'all would walk out. You wouldn't fuck with <laughs> us. <laughs> so he was spitting, he was spitting and people were feeling it? We was, like, you know, Hov and them just wanted, at that time they was on, they was finishing the album, yeah, Dynasty, yeah. Blueprint, all of that. We don't care. We got 35 rappers signed to us. We don't need another one. Yeah, calm down. You know what I'm saying? And that was, they, they take to it. But Houston Rhyme, to me, being's guru all of us in the studio. But where I knew Kanye was fucking crazy was when he bought a G-Wagon Benz. Mm. This is when it first came out. And he literally needed people approval. Like the bins, they hey, I had he had to deliver the baseline off the truck in front, and he would not take the car keys unless everybody told him the car was fly. What? So it's like, why the fuck did you buy the car if you ain't think the car was hot from the beginning? Yeah, that's when I said, nigga's fucking crazy. Yeah, he's gonna be a star.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, not 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 bouncing all, all over the place, but uh. You know, we go we go from the beginning to the end to the middle again. That's just That's how right. the shit works sometimes. Yeah, you know when and, and this is something I I wanted to always ask you when um, Dame and Jay split. I remember you saying something like um, that because uh, when's the last time you seen Dame?
1: Uh probably like six seven years ago in London. It was like at a festival we did at, yeah. out in London. Yeah,
0: everything was cool. We said hello. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, no. What, the what's reason gonna it happened, no, no, no. <laughs> what I mean by that is because I remember hearing that um, when that happened, it's like, yo, we will never see them again.
1: Oh yeah, that's, that's what Hove said. That Hove is he's like a magician. I think he, he he down with the body snatchers. or Somebody they they got the little <laughs> clip, little clip squad somewhere. Because yeah. when he tell you you never gonna see somebody again, you literally damn near never see them again. Because I never seen a mill again, like never. And he said that we was in the studio doing the cer- uh What was it? Hey, Poppy. It's like, yo, she bullshitting with the studio. Oh, man, bleak. This is it, man. You ain't going to never see Shorty again. I ain't never seen her again.
0: Really? Just disappeared? Just
1: gone. And they said the same thing for Dame, too. Yeah, but we sing Dame together. Okay. So I was a little bit. I don't think the body snatchers did their job. Man, they, didn't, they
0: didn't do a correct uh, yeah, they, they, good,
1: I think they, you know how they, they let them go. They, they throw the shot in the air, make it fa- feel like they did it, but they didn't do it.
0: What do you, what do you think about <laughs> the people who talk about uh, Illuminati?
1: Is it uh, bullshit? That's cool. I just want to know why the cup missed me. Yeah. Like, if he joined the Illuminati yeah. and that's why did my he bring man, why I ain't get a sip of the cup? Yeah. Why I ain't get a key? Why I ain't get a map? I ain't get a shirt. <laughs> I ain't get a hat. Fucking bandana. Fuck. I want to be rich, too, if that's the, t- the key to get rich is to join this gang. They put you on. Well, where's the initiation at? Because I missed it. I missed I miss my shit. That makes
0: a lot of sense.
1: <laughs> right? You, fuck
0: you know throughout now you're doing a bunch of things now too you yeah. started uh, your own label
1: warehouse music group shout out my homies you know debo my man jay germ my man joe right here you know what i mean big
0: joe now
1: let me ask you something the logo right mm-hmm. shows
0: project buildings in the back that's right amongst what amongst a circle of uh of tell us about
1: the logo how did like, that happen The logo is basically, it's just a project building with the smoke from the warehouse. And you know, we all from the projects. Everybody else a part of this is from the projects. But one thing I don't think people understand that a project is, it's really a warehouse with undeveloped talent. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that, you got athletes that never made it. You got uh, producers. You got people who play instruments who never made it. There's so much untapped talent in them project walls that's just unheard of. And that's why we want to put something out there that represents that struggle and that to the forefront because we all from the projects and talented young men. What what made you, after all these years, want to start a label?
0: I because wanted, I, you could have done a lot of other things.
1: Yeah, I wanted to before. It quite ain't panned out. You know, I had to get low uh production company that I had, Jita, H Money Bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried to get little C's on the on the label. like You know, so it didn't work out back in the days, but I felt like this time was right. Because, you know, we, we had just linked up with Manolo, was working on the deal with Manolo. Then we linked up with Tackstone, And, you know, we was working on the deal with Casanova. And it felt right. Like, I felt like when everything lined up in life and you know when it's right is when you don't got to ask for nothing. Yeah. Like, it just happens. When yeah. I had Get Low, I was basically trying to force it down Jake throat. Like, yo, I need this. My niggas is ready. And he looking at me like, y'all not ready. Now not ready. But when yeah. I came at him this time, he looking at me like, yo, you ready, huh? You now
0: know? the now the label you have is uh also associated with Rock Nation, right? Yes, yeah,
1: so it's a joint venture deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a joint venture with uh Rock Nation Universal. And we here, man.
0: Listen, you got Casanova. We got Manola. Brooklyn, you
1: got Manola Rose. Brooklyn. But listen, you always had an ear for mu- people outside of New York. Even like Ross. Definitely. You know? T. I. Yeah. Uh I, I had a yeah, for a lot of people, you know, I um it's my man from Houston, man. Um Who Swim Thug? Paul no, Wall, no Bumby, Zero. No, no, you ain't gonna get his name, he had Cadillac Trade of truth. He had catalactica. Big crit McCrit. McCrit. Big Crit he's from Memphis, no? I I brought Big Crit. Mississippi, yeah. I brought Big Crit to the table too. Really? How'd that happen? Yeah, I found him on my space with my man Agent. Yeah. Whoa. Brung him out there, yeah, I told Hove, Hov was and he wasn't ready for that sound at that time, no. Yeah. But then after he seen him on BET one time, he was like, yo, Bleak, didn't you bring Shorty to me? He's like, damn, I missed that one. Yeah. Or like, I I, I fucks with everybody, all type of talent. Do, do you from, plan
0: on bringing some people from outside of New York?
1: Definitely. We got an artist named Shane Free from Barbados. Mm-hmm. We got a Latin on beat artist we just signed right now from Harlem called Manny Acosta. Mm-hmm. And what's ill about him, I just did a deal for him to get his song on the next season of Empire. So... We working, man. We over here doing Fox deals. We ain't playing.
0: Shit, listen, Bleak is do- it's doing it out here. Now <laughs> let me ask you something. With all these Rock Nation, first of all, you got to be amazed that from Rockefeller comes Rock Nation. Uh huh. Then they build the fucking logo, which is dope. Like <laughs> put it this way, it could have been a hit or miss. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like everything worked in
1: his favor or, or the or the team's favor. Definitely. And I feel like like you say, I'm glad you said that it's a because it's definitely a collective idea. Like it ain't just one person sure. driving the ship. Sure. You go in that office, man, we got a whole conglomerate, a whole team that from top to bottom, from the assistant to the boss, everybody plays a significant role, man. And, it's a great, great thing to see it all come together. What do you
0: think about all these signings that you know that people in the hip hop would never thought they ever would see? Like, meaning, like Jim Jones, you know, being part of Rock Nation, or like, <laughs> have you? I mean, it, it gets funny, it gets weirder. I should say, it gets weirder and funnier each time. Like, for, not that
1: there's something wrong with it, but for me, I, it don't bother me none. Like, I'm as a fan, I can see why people sit back because I have the moment where I sit back and be like, why they do that too? But then, as a businessman. A lot of things make sense, and then you know we all grown. You just want to bury a lot of a lot of bad blood that was out there, and if you can make amends by getting a few dollars together, why not?
0: Yeah, you know you and had. It's a-
1: like who else you gonna get money with in New York? Exactly. Besides Hov, true. He, he the only one opening up the gate for us young, true. talented people out here. You who you, who else? Who who door you knocking on and you getting in? There? And doing them. Listen, Rock Nation do say
0: you know title. Um, yeah. You know, like listen, the forty, yeah, 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 yeah buying mean. up the block and really, <laughs> I mean, look, seriously, <laughs> literally, yo, it, yo, it, yo, honestly, it's inspiring, man. Yeah. It really, like, let me tell you something, man. From a Brooklyn, from a just a Brooklyn perspective, and Jay's whole style, like, you know, to me, Jay, Jay and Big, mm-hmm. greatest, you know, that's that, right. that, that's how I feel. And speaking of Big, you know what? Did you ever meet Big? Of
1: course. I smoked L's with Big and the Apollo, rest in peace. What's
0: the first time that you ever met Big?
1: was that Jay's birthday party at his crib at the Duke. Mm-hmm. The night they got in that accident, him and Lil C's. Mm-hmm. That was my first time. But, you know, I've been around them many, many times in the studio when him and Jay was recording and all of that. Like, yeah. Big was the coolest, coolest MC in the game. I say him and Snoop Dogg is the two coolest MCs I ever met in hip-hop. Why Snoop? Cause Snoop is just his vibe, man. That nigga smoked me under the table twice, so we got beef for that. <laughs> and he just the cool. He just his whole aura, his style. I ain't never seen Snoop lose his cool. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, there's an artist that you ain't not smoke yet. You know, you know how certain people like
0: in hip hop, people want to smoke with certain people. You know, like
1: only I could say. Two niggas, it's two artists that I would I, I I would burn with. But I ain't one of them dudes who smoke with me. I smoke dolo. Like, niggas can't. Yeah. But I, if I had the choice and I want to burn with a couple people, have a session with, like, would be somebody like, of course, Currency. I fucks with Currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, Khalifa. Okay, yeah, but he would burn you under the table, too. You know what yeah, i Yeah, he down with Snoop. That's why I got to get him first and then bring it to Snoop.
0: <laughs> but but you know even like it's funny too because i know I, I don't smoke no more uh but uh i know back in the day like it was like a joy of smoking with certain people like meaning like yo we we, we ain't burning L together you know and especially if you're dealing with hip-hop you know what no, i mean
1: definitely like, definitely we, when i first smoked the l with big that was like the most significant smoking a blunt with somebody for me moment sure it was in the uh, apollo when man i was Blown away like And that was that I, Regular weed back then Yeah like I nigga hit my skunk Yeah That nigga hit my blunt Like shit I almost wanted to Wrap the blunt up Put that shit <laughs> In the, <in> the plaque <laughs>
0: Yo, the only thing about right, like it's funny when Skunk, <laughs> when you were able to get like, you know, Skunk or, or, or any type of uh, hydro, I think back yeah, then, we, uh, Hawaiian, skunk, when chocolate. you were able to get that, regular turned into like, get the fuck out of here. Should give you a headache.
1: I ain't going to forget, man. Hard Knock Life Tour changed my life. Red and Meth, man. I'm going to always say, Red Man and Meth, man, introduced me to the Riddoll. Mm. Before them, I didn't know what Raw was. I thought I was smoking Raw. We got the L.A., and this one, I guess, Sour diesel who first came out, because they was calling it cat piss, baby shit, all type of shit. It had all kind of names crazy. to it, right? But they had like a pee of it. I had a half a pound of Reggie under the bus. Mm. Straight Reggie. Miller, Bush, everybody, Reggie. Anybody named Reggie was under that fucking bus. That's what I had, <laughs> right? And then they gave me an ounce of that. Yo, my nigga, I went under the bus and threw that away. I would now, And I told myself, my lungs and my life, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out smoking the finest. Yeah, yeah. Like, now I got to say, the three best strands out right now, and I'm coming for y'all niggas, man, because the three best is Cookies, man, Jet Fuel, and, Oh, uh, got to say, nah, I got to give it them, man. Got to give Cookies, Jet Fuel, my dude Louis the 13, and then you got to give Kemba out there, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think nobody out is smoking that Kemba. They still on sour diesel in New York. Got to step out the bid' boys. Mm.
0: You know, you said a couple times life is all about choices. That's right. Break that down a little bit more. I know it's simple, but...
1: Uh, it is, though. Like, you live with the choices you make. The choice today could affect you 20 years from today. So, it's basically you want to make the right decision with every choice. You want to think it through. You never want to just jump the gun with any decision you have to make in life. Because, like I said... 20 years from now, you'll be living with that decision you made from today. So, with that being said, like I said with my mom, she had the choice to move to Coney Island or sure. the choice to move to Marcy. Thank she God. used the choice to move to Marcy. I mean, I would have liked to be
0: close. We could have we been <laughs> homies, but it would have been different. Shit, you never know. We might have had beef. We, we could have been co defenders too. Word. Shit. You know, you know <laughs> listen, besides being a great storyteller, besides all your contributions to hip-hop that are fully appreciated, um, you know, you also, to me, are a gem dropper. And that's one thing I really based this show on. Like people, people listening and learning something. People mm-hmm. being inspired or relating. Yeah. You, know, you said you're only a child for like six, six years. Definitely. Remember saying that? Yeah. You know, what, what does
1: that mean? Because you, you think about it. Your mom and your pops, they watch you cross the street. You can't do nothing by yourself. So it's like from about, uh, what age you want to say? From, from about 10. That's when you probably could go outside. Don't leave the yard. You don't need your moms with you. You could finally ride your bike up and down the street. Do what you want to do. Go to your homie crib from about 10 to about 16 years old. That's that's it. And probably in today's kid, the way these niggas is growing so big, I say from 10 to 14 because some of these 14 year olds look 21. You know what I'm saying? So
0: they they, they were. Well, let me tell you something. My daughter's 17. I pick her up from high school. I'm like, damn man, I need to go to the gym, man. I need to do something because <laughs> these dudes are like 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 freshmen, like fucking six foot four, two eighty. Yeah, like, like, like I, you know you like yo, you did something, to my daughter. They're like, yeah, bitch, what you want? You know, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> oh you yeah, know?
1: you definitely need your gun for these kids.
0: Yeah, yeah, most definitely <laughs> got to pull out
1: the PK 47. Yes, you know? yes. But what I'm saying is, so an average kid from 10 to 14 is his window. Of being by itself, of roaming the street, going to school, developing who he going to be for the rest of his life. Then from about 15 or 16 on, that nigga got bills and he got responsibilities. Mom probably had another baby. He babysitting. Like, you know what I mean? Who knows? He got a job. Because I had a job at 16 years old. I was making records. Yeah.
0: <laughs> amazing not everybody does that you know you, th- you think about it you know there's so many people that you know could 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 go into you know uh or want to be a rapper or so many people that want to be a ball player that don't make it think about like you know these college kids that play fucking football yeah these kids are nasty but they don't have enough to make it to the nfl
1: but i give them they still getting that that education man that's more important yeah because think about the person who make it to the to the Whatever major league sport, and they have a major injury. True, sure. and, and never finish their education. Then what? And not everybody lasts too. You know, keep in mind. You know, longevity and, is and, the key, man. And not everybody in football. You gotta be top tier. Yeah, because they don't care about second string in football. If you ain't top tier, you ain't getting that, that payola.
0: You know, um, I wanna I wanna mention uh, some people's names, and and I want you to get your thoughts when when I mention these people's names. You give me just your your honest thoughts about what you think about them. And 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 if it's love. Love, you know. Feel free to show love, like you know, because I think like, well, I, I
1: not know. that you wouldn't. Yeah, I ain't got no. What hate I'm saying I ain't got is, no drama we do nobody. live in a
0: world. Keep in mind, we do live in a world uh-huh. where people, um, when you give props, people are like yo, you know, no, I don't mean to dick ride, but you know, I oh, hate that's when the new do shit. That.
1: Yeah, you can't fuck with nothing. If hate you when fuck when with that. it, you dick riding, and if you don't fuck with it, you hating. So let's go. Who I got to hate on and who no, I No, do. no, no. This, this, this is all love. I, I'm thinking I
0: set it up for all love. But to be honest with you, it's like sometimes I feel like maybe these people don't get a chance to hear all the love. Sometimes no, we're so busy. So somebody like Tata.
1: Man, that's the OG, man. I love Tata to the bottom of my heart, man. Like, Ty gave me many, many jewels along, along the way of what not to do and what to do. And he was the tough love one out the crew. Yeah. Like I remember days Ty used to send me home, like, questioning, like, do he fuck with me? Like, curse me out. I come to the office, you're, you're a stupid motherfucker, you don't listen. I'm telling you this shit and you better listen to me. And I used to be looking like, damn, good at like, what I do, mm. my nigga? But then, you know, as you get older and you put the pieces together, he was just giving me the jewels I needed for life, man. Yeah. What about Emery? Another OG, man. i tell you a story about Emery. I don't know if you heard of this uh, this uh, convention they used to do in New Orleans called The Gavin. No. This was back when Jay first dropped... Uh, Ain't no nigga. This is when Shook Ones, Mobb Deep de- de- debut Shook Ones. Okay, really. So this is okay. how far back. I'm Damn. On. And they had a um, a rap battle out there. Rest in peace, Jam Master Jay was mm. hosting. Most oh, definitely. Puff was hosting, and and the rap battle was for you know artists from I think about fourteen to like nineteen or something like that. And I didn't want to do it. And Emory cursed me out like, nigga, you think we brung you out here for vacation, nigga? We working. You gonna do this shit. He was like, now imagine, he's like, yo, they giving away a thousand dollar prize. You 14 years old. You win this rap battle. Imagine how you gonna feel with this thousand dollars in your pocket. So you know it's me. They got a couple new artists up there. I'm like, ei I ain't I ain't ready for it. He like, nigga, fuck that. You better get ready, nigga. So I'm like, all right, they sign me up. I get up there, I actually win the fucking battle. Really? Get the thousand dollars, get to take a picture with Jam Master J everything so i'm blown away and he like me. i told you nigga what i told you so you know it's like i'm telling i grew up with the best ogs ever man sure what about biggs biggs he took my bitch i own him. yeah he yeah. better give me a lot of rock 96 jackets yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah. they looking
0: good that quote line is dope i like
1: it <clears throat> yeah it's <laughs> really dope i love it he putting that together like like i said i love biggs man biggs gave me a range rover yeah, really? How'd <laughs> that happen? He I, he had the champagne range. I had the gray one, and he wanted to trade. Yeah, really? he was like, "Yo, yeah, let's trade." I'm like, "Trade cars? He like, "Yeah." I'm like, "All right, cool." <laughs> <laughs> what? What about Dame? Dame, too, man. I got love for the whole rock team. Like I said, Dame saved my life, man. Yeah. I could have been in a bad deal, bad situation, and he didn't have to help me, man. You know what I'm saying? And he did, like, so he gave us all jewels. And I could say one thing. Dang fought for his peoples, man. He was a, he was one of our top our top fighters, man. He was he was our Mike Tyson for us.
0: Yeah. Or. Yeah.
1: b high <laughs> AKA my man Shoes. Yeah. high is like like I say like Tata with the tough love. high love B without high I probably wouldn't be the man I am today. You see what you said to me downstairs? Yo, y'all early. Yeah. I thought y'all was going to be late. Yeah. That's because of Beehive. With Beehive, if you ain't 10 minutes early, you're already late. Mm. You feel me? That's something
0: that I still have to learn to this day. And right. somebody used to tell me that all the time. You're right. right. If you're I, not 10 I, minutes early, you're, late. you're
1: already late. And and that's how he was. I seen Beehive leave niggas at the Waffle House. Because it's like, nigga, we ain't waiting on you. You <laughs> not going to make us late with your waffle. Lenny <laughs> <laughs> S. Lenny S. Lenny Dress. My guy, a.k.a. Super Fresh Super Chef that a lot of people don't know, that Lenny got that chef hand. Really? Lenny that chef Gordon Chef Lenny us. with the pot? He's chef Lenny with the pot. Lenny is my guy. I feel like when Rockefeller was at a time when Beanie Siegel came and got down, they didn't give a fuck about Memphis Bleak no more. Everything was Beanie Siegel and the Philly niggas and all that. And Lenny really took took in with me and locked in, and we rented out Brielle studio, mm. and he helped mold the Coming the Age album.
0: And, and he's another loyal dude. Oh, He's been yeah. around a long time with them.
1: i seen Lenny come from taking pictures to A&R to managing to doing everything he's doing now. Like, but it's is, crazy. But
0: is that part of the source that is the glue of Rockefeller or Rock Nation, meaning, like, somebody who knows how to do multiple things? Like, you didn't just yeah. do one thing. You did, a, like, you know, come in and get your hands dirty,
1: so to speak? You learn on the fly. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like next man up. We learn. It's like we ain't out there. We ain't have applications or... Know what I'm saying? There wasn't no uh, place to go fill out a job for sure, Rockefeller, sure. so it was like he down, next man up. Sure, you
0: just put the the you put the the what, what do you say? You put the application underneath. That's right. Food and <laughs> beverage <kitchen> commission. Commission. <laughs> that's right. Don't worry about
1: it. Yep. Know? But yeah, Lenny, that's family, man. I love him, man. That's my guy. Everybody, I gotta say, everybody from the Rockefeller era. I got love for him, man. I ain't got no bad blood against nobody, and that goes for Cam. Oh wait, Jimi- wait, we ain't
0: done yet. We ain't done yet. Uh, this is a letter of love right here. This is this is go This is giving the love because uh, sometimes people don't get a chance to hear it. So now they're gonna hear the whole thing, um, and
1: and we don't even have to save this for last. We put it right in the middle. Jay Z, come on, man. Jay is like, I, I give my life for that man. Mm-hmm. Like straight up, and he know that. Like mm-hmm. if if it was that choice to make, like you gotta lay down. For that, and I would, mm. cause he changed, and I know if I go, my family straight, and he already made sure that's possible yeah. by even giving me the opportunity. That man gave me literally a blank check, yeah. when he didn't have to.
0: Yeah, you know, you speak about, um, and as real, man, and that's real. Like, right. you know, and I'm looking at it not from just Jay Z, Memphis, Big. I'm looking at it of what was able to be done. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I love that just being somebody from growing up, you know, and and. Being a knucklehead and and seeing somebody be able to do that shit inspires me. That shit makes me happy. You know, but even like I remember you uh, saying before that when, you know, he said that with the Diamonds remix, Mm -hmm. you like, yo, that was a great shout out. But But, people think you're good. cool. it it hurt. It hurt me
1: in my career. That's part of the reason why I had to like take the back burner. Because yeah. a lot of people they assume, Yo, you good, you don't need this shit no more, bleak. Would you say you you I forgot I heard maybe
0: it was the <laughs> Breakfast Cup, but I think like you, you said that you called up a DJ, like, yo, I need you to spin this record. And they're like,
1: yo, you, you, you good. good. You don't need this, what? what? And I'm looking at nigga like, Are you kidding me? I wouldn't be in the studio if I ain't need this.
0: But the world we live in thinks too crazy. Meaning like, you know, there's people like 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 I know a friend of uh we're talking about somebody one of our other friends and he's like they're like oh he's good he makes a hundred thousand a year what's a hundred thousand yeah, a year like he, why he, he got five hundred exactly
1: <laughs> like people but you ever heard somebody think like that like oh yeah. they're
0: good they got money or they good he got a good job or they're good like
1: i, I call them It's s- never good enough yeah, it's never never isn't enough like and that's like even with jay like they even touch back on him like to be so far up you would swear this man live on vacation mm. Literally, Jay doesn't take vacations. Even on vacation, Jay is working. Mm. That man works and takes more meetings in one day than some people take in a lifetime. And I see it with my own eyes. That man in the office, top top of the morning, he in there before before everybody else. Mm. And
0: now. As on. I'm playing, nah. I'm playing I'm playing
1: I'm playing I'm playing I'm playing is all I'm like playing up.
0: I'm <laughs> playing I'm playing I'm playing let's move on over to Young Guru I mean we spoke about some of these people but I'm talking about this is the love part or yeah. or how you you know straight up how you feel right, right. off the right off the head my
1: brother man Young Guru is my brother he been with me from the rise of my because think when Young Guru came around I was recording the understanding album that's my most popular album so I was at the height of my career then Young Guru recorded 534, which is my last album I recorded, which was at the low point of my career. So he'd been there from the rise, from both sides. Sure. And he never changed. That's my brother. He always gave me the jewels I always needed, helped me. They got a mix a record for Cass, Manolo, anybody, or sure. myself when Still I needed it. to this day. To this day. And wouldn't and look at me no other way like, yo, Bleak, you got to pay me for this. We got to do this. That's it's just all love there. And Guru owe me some pictures. I've been calling him for the last five days, and every day he told me, "Yo, I got you, Blizzu." Yeah. But yeah, I yeah, need Stop fucking around, Guru. <laughs> uh, Kanye, we spoke about how crazy he is, but Kanye a cool dude too, man. I got love for Ye, too. Like, Ye is just one of those one of those guys. You just happy to see what happened for him. Like, you know what I mean? It's like he been through so much in his life, and you know, you just happy that everything just turned out well for him. Yeah. Like, that's just it. You know, some some shit goes to public, especially like that shit. where they
0: were talking about, he hasn't texted him or Jay hasn't called him or whatever. Remember yeah, that shit hope he was don't complaining text about. Or
1: call me neither. I, I see a lot of but things what? niggas yeah. get mad about. I need to be mad. Yeah, I need to fucking flip. Let's flip. Niggas don't text or call me, right? So, nah. you, so you're saying you have to call? <laughs> yeah, like no, no. The reason why I'm checking me. for bleak. <laughs> no, no. Nah. But
0: what I'm saying is the follow up is everything. I like, mean, like sometimes people text somebody and be like, yo, this motherfucker didn't get back to me. Are you, you know, it, it's always, like, sometimes waiting or the follow-up. Sometimes, like, yo, everything cool? You good? Because yeah. you never know. Sometimes somebody might have been busy or, or, or they got mad text that day,
1: you Exa- know? I've, that's what I was about to say. Like, you never know how much a person's phone going off. And then sometimes, like, a person like me, if my phone ringing a little bit too much and then your message comes through, you might be in the deleted section. Mm-hmm. Where I just deleted the last three messages that came through. Like, man, fuck this phone. So, what, you just going to be mad? Follow happen. up. You got to follow up. Like... The number one thing in this game is persistence, man. Yeah,
0: just being persistent. The, the, the what they say the the, the wheel gets the squeaky. I forgot the fucking, the lingo for that. But the oil or something I guess. Like or the maybe the bird. The early bird gets the worm. We'll go with that. That's one.
1: right. Sometimes the early bird gets shot though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> could be possible. Cameron.
1: Cameron, cool dude, man. You know, I think. A lot of with the beef and everything with Rockefeller, a lot of things was misguided. But at the end of the day, Cam is a real, real cool dude. Like, he he ain't never had no problems with me personally on a personal level, and he's a hell of an artist. Like, you know what I mean? He do his thing.
0: Mm. Mm. What about Jim? Jim Jones. Same
1: thing, man. Jim, shit, man. I lost a lot of money gambling. The gym in the studio with him and Zeki. Yeah, man.
0: Four, four, five, six. Back door, little Joe. Yeah, (laughs)
1: that nigga Jim is a cool dude too, man. Like the whole dip set, like. They all was cool dudes. I don't know where, like I said, I don't know where it went wrong. It could be friendly competition, Harlem, Brooklyn. But yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, it was never nothing personal. Nobody dog got shot, cat got slapped, nobody wife got fucked, nobody kid got punched in the ass. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was never nothing personal. It was just words. That's why we all grown and could put that to bed. I ain't going to sit mm. and be like, yo, fuck them niggas. No, nah,
0: that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you seen Jim uh Jim's interview with Funk Facts? Did you ever see that? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you one thing, man, like people look at a grown man crying, trying to make fun of that shit. That shit was real, man, the way he was speaking, man. And,
1: and sometimes, man, sometimes when you talk it from the heart, that the emotions, you wear them. And, and, and only a person who really, really, really deeply care about you or show them type of emotions yeah. towards you. So,
0: Yeah. Well, thank God that don't have to be you, you know.
1: Oh no, nah, I'm not I'm not crying for nobody. No no I
0: don't mean that. I'm saying, hey listen, you could easily be, you know, like you got you got a good cast around you, man. Yeah, People and, who real you know? Like you
1: don't have to go through that fuck shit. You know what I'm no, saying? No, definitely not. And that's one thing I love about the big homie, like, no matter how far up he get, he's always sent it and always uh-huh. down to earth. That nigga still get on the phone like you bitch ass nigga, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, huh? Who this? Yeah. New <laughs> what? number. What? New number, who this? What, what? about uh freeway? Freeway is my motherfucking God, nigga, like out of everybody from Rockefeller, I could say that's who I got the closest relationship with to this day. And it it didn't start that way. Being mm. free was always cool from a distance, then it just grew. Once Rockefeller split, we stayed in contact out of everybody the most. I talked to Free every day when he got married, when he going through his uh kidney yeah, dialysis, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And like I always speak to Free, we always touch your base. He just got his label situation, you know, and, and that's my motherfucking guy right there. Yeah. What Beanie Siegel. Same thing. I just spoke to Beans probably like a week ago. That's my brother too, you know. Like I said, man, who knows where we got lost, sidetracked, or whatever. But what I could say to Bings is like in everybody, man, I tried to tell people, man. Before this Rockefeller shit went down, like I had a conversation with Bings, free, PD Crack. And I just tried to tell niggas, like, Jay is always gonna be who he is. Like, you know, cause it was at the time when people was mad that Hove wouldn't do this record, Hove wouldn't do this video, he wouldn't do this, and it's like my G. He's not on my album. Mm. He's not in my video. Mm. I'm not on his album. Like, what makes anybody in this room more his man than me? Mm. And it's like nobody wanted to understand that at that time, and they was probably looking at it like I was being cocky or something, but sure, sure. I was just being re- a realist. Like, he not doing records with me. I'm not on them albums no more. He ain't in my videos. Do that mean he not my man? So if, he, if I still love him and, and, and fucking with the movement... Why can't nobody else accept it and move on? And that was a big thing between us, not them. It was between us, like me, beans, free. And like I said, Petey crack Mm -hmm. and Petey crack. I seen him probably like three, four months ago. really, And he he told me, he said, yo bleak on some real shit, man. Like you was right. Like niggas should have just listened, man. Word. Like, and it, it, and not take it so personal. Exactly. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I used to take it personal too. Like, Damn, hove we from my building? Nigga, give me that verse. I need and hove used to really keep it real with me. Like yo, bleak niggas know we cool. Niggas know we down. We did an album together. How much more down can we be? Mm. You gotta get out there and do your thing now. Because if he do a record with us, that's just using the cheat code. Sure. And then when the cheat code is off, what? Sure. You don't want to play the game no more. And and, and <laughs> you, you don't want to be.
0: You, you don't want your foundation built from that. Definitely no, not. And me. and look, you, you surpassed it all. Um, Beyonce.
1: <laughs> Beyonce, one of the realest, realest women, females I ever met in the game. I can honestly say, like, you know, from afar, people probably look at Beyonce like she pretty You know, she the queen. She probably don't want all that shit around. Niggas talking shit. You kidding, man? She more hood than everybody in this room. <laughs> like, we keep it 100% real with you. like, And I love her for that. Yeah. whoa she's the realest like i'm I, I i was there for the pursuit of happiness with my man hope yeah i seen that pursuit it was a hard pursuit
0: yeah. <laughs> yo you know you know it's so funny in in jersey i didn't even know you got married you got married close to where even i live yeah in the that Marianne. in the marion yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah
1: expensive as marion right that, that shit is beautiful yeah, over there. i love it yeah it was. Beautiful. hope came to Definitely, Beyonce came. came to it? Nah, she ain't come. They had a rumor that said that she started a fight at my wedding. So he get the fuck no, out he of here. She ain't come though. Yo, what, what, <laughs> the,
0: the, that, that that uh place over there must have been uh, must have been eye turn when when you had that many people in there. Oh know?
1: yeah, it was it was lit. And my wife wasn't playing. She closed the doors on a couple people. It yeah. was late. You you missed the whole the whole ceremony. Sauce money. Sauce motherfucker, it's my nigga right there, sauce from the hood. I remember one day seeing sauce in the back park in Marcy I'm with my little homies, and I thought I was nice in the sauce. Like nigga, you ain't ready. I'll burn you now. What? Let's get it. So he was like, you think you ready, bleak? you like, you wanna battle me? I'm like, yeah, nigga, let's get it. Sauce chewed me. Mm. <laughs> In he, front of all my people. He views. is nasty, man. That's what that's what when right, the first time he wrote the rhyme, niggas niggas must be pussy the way they duck sauce. Yeah. Like <laughs> niggas niggas must be Chinese yeah, the yeah, way yeah, they yeah, duck yeah, sauce. sauce. I nigga said that to me. I'm like it's over. You got it, man. It's Over. Oh, man, Listen, what about Sparks, man? Who? O-Kino, ah. O-Kino, Sparks. Yeah, yeah. Yo, uh, Sparks got a clothing line out right now, man. Being creative kept me alive, man. You know, I think I've seen that. That's right. Really? That's right. I fucks Shout with Sparks. Shout You know, Sparks always been a real loyal dude, man. I look at Sparks as like, he's a loyal soldier in state property. He's, he's never going to change. And he just always been a good dude. Lil Sparks, Lil Joey Zuzu. And Emile. Emil, man. Goddamn.
0: No, she she was one of the, the body snatchers. They took her, see you later, yeah. you know.
1: And, but Emil was cool. Emil was cool with me. Like, you know, I ain't really never had no tight relationship. Well, we never kicked it or nothing like that, but I know. She was cool whenever I saw her. Like, her son was the coolest, like, ever. Like, when when the whole thing went down, that's who I felt bad for. Like, damn, you know, Shorty had... Could have the opportunity to change his life or the perspective of everything. Like people don't understand like how big this opportunity is, and you take it for granted because at the end of the day, it's just words on a paper sang to a beat. So you never know the impact, the inspiration, or who it affected in the world. And I don't think people—they a lot of artists take that for granted because I think you look at it like if I don't have a million listeners, then I'm not—I'm not doing my job. But that one person who heard it, you made it just changed his whole day, his whole perspective on life. So that's why when you hear me or when you hear Hope say, I don't care if one or one thousand, we really mean that shit. Because coming up in the project, shit, to get my brother to listen to my raps was
0: something. (laughs) Which hat you like better, man, being a CEO of a label or a rapper?
1: (sighs) I like the rapper hat a little bit better. I'm going to be all the way honest because I was my own... Problem. Say that. Like, I knew what I wanted, and I gave the right people I wanted to give a problem a problem. Like, if I wanted to be like, say, like if your job was be the video director or something like that, and I want to just bust your balls today, then fuck, it, I'm gonna come back like an asshole today because I don't really fuck with you. I don't know why they hired him. Mm. So I knew when to control that. Being from the CEO perspective, I think it's just a lot of bullshit from all angles, and I wasn't quite ready for it. Like. You know, like, Cass is a street dude. Manolo is a street yep. dude. They manage as street dudes. They teams as street dudes. So certain shit, you know, I only knew from coming from one angle, from me. I when, never knew somebody saying what I used to say to me. Like, so it was, it took me back for a minute, like, whoa. But then now, as I, it's been about nine months since we had the deal. I'm getting a little more settled into it. And like I say, man, it ain't easy. But the, But you're a street dude, too. And the gems that you
0: drop upon them because of your experience over the years, do you think they take that? Like, is that something to sometimes? hard to get. Sometimes
1: across? I think they don't. They don't take it. Like they look at it as if I probably don't know what I'm talking about. Because like you're cool. a retired rapper. Yeah, like yo, you had your shot, man. It's our turn. Let us do our thing. Just put that money up, nigga, yeah, yeah, yeah. We good good. Give me that radio money. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all they care about. Is put the record out, put the check behind it, nigga. Let's go. They don't see all the other politics. And the uh, and the fighting for them that I have to do behind the behind the scenes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's really a lot of fighting. All that shit Dame used to be saying, "Yo, I'm fighting for you in the office." I used to be sitting there like, "Yeah, what the fuck ever." He ain't doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. Me in the crib riding around in a Bentley, you chilling. But now nah, you really, really, really fighting, fighting, yeah. man. Because these people in the office they don't believe, and you got to convince them. You yeah. got to convince them. Why should we invest this yeah, money sure, in that? Sure. sure. You
0: know, at the peak of your career, you know, did you make any mistakes that you would do over again?
1: Nah, because the mistakes I made made me who I am today. Mm. So I wouldn't change nothing. Mm. I wouldn't change nothing. Now, one damn thing It's nothing I would go back and say, yo, I would do this over because, like I said, life is about choices. That choice might have sent me on a different path sure. that wouldn't have me here today. Mom,
0: mom obviously heard you rapping you know did, when, when did it. mom believe in you when did mom say like okay
1: this is serious when j album came out because mm. at first i used to get put on punishment for even hanging with them really hell yeah hoping it was the dope boys yeah like my mom's you know, hanging with the dope boys who the fuck you think you are You so i used to sneak and go on the road with them not even tell my people just be gone for two three days at a time and just pop up back home dealing with punishment 'Cause I was the type of nigga like, fuck, it's gonna hurt today, it's gonna hurt a week from today too. I'm out. You had listen, you had to <laughs> risk of your life to change your life. Definitely, definitely that. Yeah. Like you gotta remember, Hove wasn't always looked at the neighborhood nice guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, you know you know how they try to you know say say that he lost all those bricks and then you know, no, people no, try no, to, he
1: really did. I remember know. I had to ask him, like he said, Yeah, Blee, I really lost ninety yeah, nine. Get the fuck out of there. Ninety nine? Ninety nine, hundred bricks. Most yeah. two hundred, I had to get back. I am mem- more mem- credit, boy. More credit.
0: Remember when Tax remember when Tax uh, did that video with uh-huh. him? Did he know he was taping him?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. love that shit. Yeah. Like, Yo, that shit was Oof so love funny. it from niggas like Tax. The yeah. new young, innovators, sure. the new guys. Let me pull out a camera. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? What are you breaking doing? breaking that camera. <laughs> I mean, you introduced Tax to Jay-Z? Definitely. How'd that happen? Just uh, you know, Hov heard the podcast I did with him, mm-hmm. and he really liked the Tax perspective on things, mm-hmm. you know. So he wanted to meet with him and sit with him and just bring him on board with the dude saying everything. But I think from the perspective of Tax, a lot of things happen in his life so fast. And like I said, yeah. man, this industry, man, shit is a drug, my G. It'll have you so high in speed, and you don't know you speed. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like when you buy a new a new big boy car, you get that V twelve in that hood. 80 don't feel like 80 in that Honda. Yeah. 80 feel like 40 in that Honda. Yeah. So you don't know you speeding. <laughs> yeah. we. I mean, listen, we send
0: our blessings and our prayers to tax. Definitely. You know, definitely. I mean, I wish you could send him a couple of bottles of Doucet.
1: I know, know man. Uh, I know he need that right now. I know. wish, man. Don't worry. Somebody going to meet a CEO somewhere. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, with the label, right? Warehouse Music Group, right? Yeah. What's to come for the rest of the year?
1: Ah, man, new music, more heat. You know, we just dropped a new single from Casanova called The Old 50. We mm-hmm. just went down to Vegas, shot the video. Shout out my man J.R. Blake and everybody that participated. Shout out Soul Food Cafe restaurant out there in Vegas. And um, Manolo Rose, we working on a mixtape. Next single is Pink Fur. And, you know, we just working, man, putting out records. Like, we don't want to stop. I don't want to put a, a, like I said, everything in life has a ceiling. I'm not giving us a ceiling, so I'm not going to say this is what we're doing. We're doing whatever comes to us. Like I said, we got deals we're working on with Fox, with Empire, and Star for next season. Get, excuse me, getting music up there. Manolo wrote, like I said, working on another project. Cash yeah. working on his project. Cash just did a record with Chris Brown, too. Is oh my god i'm ready chris
0: brown likes him man
1: yeah i know right that's that's ill you can tell you can tell like i don't even know like you know i could just tell you know like and i'm trying to tell him you better that that's a good relationship because if i was cool with an r&b nigga i don't think drake i I mean i'd be giving him a run for his money because i'm gonna just call my r&b nigga and tell him be usher for me and i turn i be whole drake is both yeah like i think he could put on his usher costume then his rapper cause like nigga you cheating. So today yeah. you really need a R R&B partner. It's like the, the he got a KD this shit. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and, and Chris Brown can make hits after hits after hits. That
0: kid is one Any, talented motherfucker, man.
1: Anything that nigga touch on just go through the roof, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, he
0: had his demons that he's fought, but that never took away from his talent,
1: man. And, and, and you got to look at that, man. That man was a kid when he came in the game. So yeah. why wouldn't he have any demons to fight? Yeah. Everybody had demons to fight. I hate people that judge people like they never been exactly similar or, or, or the same thing if that's the case. Like you just had the Scott clean free life. <laughs> Shit, even Obama smoked bud. Yeah. Let's get it. Really? You, you ain't see the picture okay okay
0: well, i seen the Come cuban on, man. i seen the cuban and maybe i thought he broke it up afterwards you know <laughs> in, 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 in one of the black Every, plastic bags everybody you
1: know? shit malcolm x went to prison yeah shit everybody got a blemish on they on they record somewhere man somewhere nobody just got the squeaky clean hey, listen stuff. no no
0: Derek jeter Derek jeter i'm gonna tell you why Derek jeter the only thing he never all these years being a new york yankee He
1: he never got in trouble
0: He never got in trouble The only thing that came out Was those girls That he was signing baseballs Before he left But hey listen If you coming over for some
1: All blemishes Ain't bad blemishes Mm. He got a good blemish He was fucking everything out here Niggas can't wife nothing In New York Why? Because Derek Jeter hit it Yeah (laughs) <laughs> so he got a blemish <laughs> He
0: really put a meaning He really put a meaning To On Deck That's you know? right Because <laughs> that motherfucker Was in the in, in the bad end zone You yes, know what I mean he was knocking shit down You know as we wind This episode down man I really like It's so much shit man Your career Like your journey Like everything like, It's crazy Appreciate to just do You know It, it really is Yo I Actually Before we even get to uh, This You tell so many stories And I know it's hard For you probably to remember I would always ask For like a story That you never told before I'm not Nori <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you told it, but,
0: but you, you think ab- know how to get them out, man. You think about a story as I go over a couple of other things. But uh, Memphis Bleak, no, I never even asked you. How did you even come up with Memphis Bleak?
1: Uh, Memphis came from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. No, okay. uh, but I'm saying why? Because, like, Jay told me I couldn't drop an album just with Bleak. He's mm-hmm. like, yo, nobody ain't buying an album just, yo, Bleak. Yo, just Bleak? You just go drop an album yo, your new music by Bleak? He's like, yo, nobody gonna buy that, so you need a name. Like, you need to think of a rap name. So we was in Tennessee, and you know, of course, this is before Beyonce, before my wife, and we had the super thought. This is before groupies, before thoughts, everything. This is when they just let it all, this is just let it out. And we had some chicks who was letting loose, mm-hmm. getting bucked. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. when Irv Gotti was JDJ. Mm-hmm. This is how far back we go. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the girl was she just when we walked in the uh the lobby of the hotel, she was like, Yo, I just want to welcome y'all to making easy money pimping holes in style, Tennessee. So I'm like, whoa. What you just said, Shorty? She was like, yeah, that's how it's the abbreviation for Memphis, making easy money, pimping hoes and styles. So, you know, me, 15 years old, nigga, that's me. Mm. I want to make easy money. I had a cousin who was pimping, pimping ho, yep, so yep. I did a little bit of pimping. Sure. And I definitely got some style. That's all the way me. So I'm telling Jay, yeah, Memphis Bleak. He laughed. Like, the fuck out of here. you going to be Memphis Bleak. You ain't even from Memphis. you from Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm like, that's why it's going to work. Trust me. So then we went with it, and, and here we go. Did he
0: ever, did he ever say, hey, you were, you, you were right on that one?
1: Yeah. And then uh, I think uh, probably like a year ago, he was telling me, like, yo, if you're going to make a comeback— I think you should drop the Memphis now. Oh, now, now my just
0: be bleak, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, man, that shit is <laughs> that shit is quest. You know, another thing I got to tell the the internet, so you know, um, when when years ago, Combat Jack Show, when we did the Combat Jack mm-hmm. Show together, all of us, and uh, Combat was like, yo, tell them about the Garnier Fruit tea story. <laughs> yo, the crazy thing is, you did. The Garnet Fruities shampoo, right? That's right. So I knew about that and I was like, yo. And it's funny because, like, you didn't even have hair, you say. That's why and, but I did. The, it. But the check was big.
1: The check was big. Shout out Lenny S. Yes. Yeah. He walked me down that plank. It's cool. I jumped off by myself. It's there you good. go. Listen, internet's in who don't know. And you know what's crazy is, look, we did that almost 10 years ago. Yeah. That was almost 10 years ago. You got a little Yachty and sprite target target. yeah like nobody says anything today like to get brandon deals today is like the thing to do exactly it was like yo you sold out yeah i knew i had to get a bag you got to get a bag the name of the game is get a bag not keep the underground happy
0: listen lenny s was a visionary back then yes you know but i but i wanted to say like with the garnet fructis for people who know for me so I was I, I told you before I was messing with this girl from Long Island. <laughs>
1: yeah, I gotta tell it
0: again. I was messing with this girl from Long Island. She was on her period, and I was horny as a motherfucker. So I went in the in the shower, and I was like, oh, Yo, you know, I'm 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 gonna take care of myself real quick." Uh-huh. This girl decided in the middle of me taking care of myself to barge in the fucking bathroom. So I was ready to fucking come. So I she had an open, she had no top on her Garnier Fructis bottle. So I just <laughs> skied it in the Garnier Fructis bottle. Homegirl says, listen, let's take a shower together, you know? And I'm like, yeah, but you are your period. She's like, don't worry, I just want to take a shower. As we're taking a shower, she turns around to me and she says, hey, could you put the shampoo in my hair? Yo, I poured that over feeling like I was sinning on her. Like, I was like, damn, I'm not doing a nice thing, but here you go. Here goes the Garnier Fructis. It's cool. So Is she
1: washing it out?
0: Yeah, <laughs> hey, listen, I heard it's healthy. I heard it's healthy, you know? It, it doesn't it does hair <laughs> Yo, good. that's
1: a crazy, crazy, crazy story. No, no,
0: because, you know, but it's funny, so when when when... You know, I, I told you this years ago because of you the for Fructis when I seen that shit. So Yeah,
1: man. I had I, to get that bag. You uh, already know, man. What's up with do man? You're not wearing no more? No, nah, I gave it up. I what? never had You weaves. You were like,
0: uh, you know, um, I would say probably one of the kings of, of do-rag, man. Definitely. You had every, had every type every of do-rag.
1: Every type. I had leather one, everything. In that hip-hop, who else would
0: you say? has crowns for do-rags. Shit. Jadakiss?
1: Uh, uh, Kelly was giving me a run for my money.
0: R. Kelly. What and about B-Dot? You know B-Dot from...
1: B-Dot. I know B-Dot back then. Though, okay. But I know B-Dot now. He was giving me, I don't know, but 50. 50 was on shit. And <laughs>
0: Yo, complex should somebody should make a list of like the the top do rag, you know, like like who who wore better or you know,
1: man, I I had too I got too many classic pictures. If we go Lenny Volt, niggas ain't gonna be able to fuck with Bleak with the do rags. I had every color, two tone. I matched every sneaker, every outfit. My shits was on fire, but yeah. then it just you know you outgrew it. Like like it even outgrew wearing my hat to the back. Mm. Like, I wear my hat forward now. I never used to wear my hat forward. I used to think I look crazy.
0: Yeah. You know, um, answer this question in the sense of the hood did what for you? The hood did, the hood did what?
1: Everything. Mm. Taught me how to deal with society, how to fix problems, how to solve problems. You know what I mean? How to turn something from nothing. How to survive. It taught me everything I know, man. Without the hood, shit. Your morals and principles change. Like, yeah. you got to remember, you got everything you deal with and i say this from a project's perspective like you dealing with so many different personalities in the projects that it basically prepare you for the world Yeah. so when you see somebody walking down the street and they crazy you like nigga the nigga in my building was crazy too yeah. or like when you go out to the club you see a like shit you see some some gay men you like yeah. shit nigga i went to school with gay kids sure. like so none of that should affect you when you are from that environment because that was all in your face. You yeah. was raised with it. So we don't judge anything. Like, yeah, we accept I,
0: it. I say that to say this.
1: Our kids aren't going to grow up in the hood. Oh, nah. And that's why I told well, my son he can't be a rapper. Because it's like, what you going to rap about? Kids yeah. don't want to hear, yo, my I pops to bought Wawa. everything for me. <laughs> Yeah. Anything I needed, my yeah. mom's got it. Like, nobody want to hear that. I'm in private school. <laughs> yeah. I've seen like, a mower go by. Yeah. I just bought a new car, 10. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nobody want to hear that.
0: Now, listen, we're, we're winding on the episode. Have you thought of any story, anything? It don't have to be anything, you know, have you thought of any story on the road or anything that maybe you haven't heard before? Because you know what? Let me tell you something. Shouts to you, and I must say this, just, just for my love and appreciation for hip-hop shout to you on drink champ shout to nori shout uh-huh. to dj effin shout nori for, definitely for, for for putting that fat joe into the stratosphere for Jim. putting for putting that shit and making that shit happen because let me tell you something man all the way up with jay on it mm-hmm. was so breathe a lot of air back into new york city definitely that shit was dope
1: and i ain't gonna lie man when when fat joe called me and they and i'm speaking to him on the phone and he brought that up i honestly was saying to myself man ain't no fucking way hove is gonna do this yeah i'm gonna get jay on the phone and he's gonna literally be like bleak are you fucking kidding me and then when he was like yeah i do it tell uh send me joe number and send him my number stop looking at my phone like did I call the right J? <laughs> like, cause you know when you when you hang with Spanish niggas, everybody name is J. Yeah, 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 sure. So I had to look at my phone, and make sure I called the right J, Janito. Cause I got I, yo, everybody in my crew is J. We got Warehouse J, Orlando J, man, it's all type of J's sure. over here, man. But as far as like stories, man, just, man, I got so many. It depends on. What type of story you? I don't know. Hear? Maybe so out of topic, and I'm telling you, I got a story for it. What okay. on, the wild on the bitches. Wild, road? bitches on the road. But that's what I mean. What kind of on the road? Tour. Violence on the road or bitches on the road or violence. All right, let's get it to some violence on the road. So listen, we pull up. We in Houston. We with this chick. Shout out, no name. It's my has Been my peoples for years. Mm-hmm. And she told us we are going to next. And we like we got a show in Dallas. She like, yo, anything, be careful in Dallas, because them niggas love to fight. Mm. So, you know me, I cool. We ain't start no trouble. And we with that fight and shit. Sure, like, sure. It's all good. So, you know, we do the show. Niggas get some girls, bring them back to the room. It's Who's me and on my DJ. It's me, Don DeMarco, my man Murder, my man B.I., the Young Guns was on tour, because we was on a promo tour for sure, 534, okay. and they album, um, damn, I forgot the name of the shit. But anyway, we on promo tour. We in Dallas. So, you know, we, I got to do BET the next day. So I got an early morning flight. And I tells my DJ, yo, my nigga, you get a girl, go in the room, don't be outside bugging because, you know, there's a lot of hoes out here. If y'all fuck with some hoes, y'all better pay them bitches because they going call they pimps and it's going to go down. True. Whatever, whatever. Cool. They ain't listening to me. So they got some hoes and they felt like, yo, we ain't going to pay these bitches. Mm. Right? So the hoes called they pimps. So, you know, I'm in the room. I don't know what the fuck going on, but I had a window. The way the hotel was set up, the way my window was, you could see straight to the lobby. Like it was an indoor pool and I had the window over the pool, but you could see straight through the glass to the lobby. So all I see in the lobby is flower pots, chairs, pictures, everything just being tossed around like a movie set. Like what the fuck going on down there? So I'm telling the chick I'm with, I'm like, damn, whoever fighting down there. They getting their ass whipped because it looked like it's going down. So I'm like, it ain't none of my niggas. Everybody in the room. I checked on everybody, told nobody leave the room. We good. Knock on my door five minutes later. So you know me, I open the door. First thing I hear, yo, they got me, my G. Yo. I- <laughs> Not to laugh, but I literally like, who? He like, yo, the pimps. Now my man bloody as shit. So, you know, me, you ain't bleeding in my motherfucking room. You better yeah, yeah. go to your room because yeah, sure. I told you don't go outside. So then we get to the cleaning them up, blood and all that. And I'm like, yo, what what, what happened? He's like, nah, the bitches wanted some money. You know, I told him I was going to holler at them later. They called they pimps. They chased us on the bus and they bust my man up, my DJ. Mind you, I had to do Rap City the next day. So my man had on the Big Tone Loke shades mm. on Rap City. Mm. Couldn't even show his face, nothing. <laughs> and it was just all bad. It was just like, damn. And it was like, they got my man. And that's crazy to get fucked up. with the first thing you say is, yo, they got me, my G. Like, who, motherfucker?
0: <laughs> yo, tour life had to be crazy,
1: man. Man, you kidding me? We had bus fires. We had tour bus accidents. We had girl fights. What, what we about had girls still like shit, man. Girls stole. Shout out my man, Young Gunner, man. A girl stole Young Gunner' earring. Mm. Like, you know how you got the earring the in your ear? I guess he was hitting it, and she sucking on his ear. She swallowed the earring. Mm. So, you know, we like, bitch, you ain't leaving. You staying in this bathroom till you shit that shit out. <laughs> we locked her in the bathroom. <laughs> we don't like the fourth floor of the out somewhere was at. Locked in the bathroom. No shorty jumped out the window. You okay. can That's serious. She a'ight? I don't know. We never seen the bitch again. <laughs> she jetted, man. <laughs> what you mean?
0: Yeah, that's crazy,
1: man. I, I, I'm telling you, we been through it all, man, on the
0: road. That's that. You know, listen. That's that's. Tour life gotta be crazy, man. I love it.
1: Tour life gotta
0: be crazy. But listen, on Instagram, what is it? CEO Memphis Bleak. That's right. On Twitter, that's right. Memphis C- Bleak. It's just Memphis Bleak, Bleak. Bleak. Straight up.
1: I couldn't get Memphis Bleak on IG because some fake diesel nigga got it. Okay. Yeah, you just some, go to Memphis Bleak. Got mad pictures. Some like oatmeal. Uh, yeah. Uh, I need, to get, you need to get him out of here. Like I don't know what what the fuck. Like why I can't get Duke out of here. Yeah.
0: Well, I will tell you, listen, Bleak man, I appreciate you coming through. More of my time. Yeah, listen, Brooklyn's definitely in the house. You know, know uh, it. I want uh, people to uh, check for warehouse music now. Like now, you said obviously there's some things coming up, but uh, are there any events you guys are throwing or anything
1: that like people? Shit, I don't know when this episode you're gonna air it but you know i know uh Cass is doing um the vibe fresh oh, yeah, pack yep, tour yep, this weekend yep, yep. you know what i'm saying that Gramercy theater uh you know, I got him doing Summer Jam on Sunday. Yep, yep. Uh, Manolo, he just out here doing a bunch of festivals and just running around. Yo, you got to like, get
0: some money from uh, STK, man, you know? I know, right? They need to cut that check. STK over Ruth, Chris. I tell you, I, <laughs> I I put up a couple of pictures from STK and, and, <laughs> and told them it was over Ruth, Chris. Even though
1: I fuck with Ruth, Chris, me man. Me too. I ain't going to lie. I told Manolo that's like a highly debated song, but because you made the record and you yeah. down with me, I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. But under, uh, I don't know.
0: Do you plan on doing anything else like any like property entrepreneurship or like, you know, anything else like me? Yeah,
1: of course, man kidding me. I'm about to do it all, man. Like I told you I'm going out west. So my whole thing to going out west is starting like a talent marble, marble and granite company. Mm -hmm. with My partner, you know, doing like a lot of the hotels and restaurant businesses out there. Like I'm Mm -hmm. trying to change it up. Marble bleak. Do something different. Call me Talon Marble Bleak. Granite Bleak. You heard Granite Bleak. Listen,
0: internet, internet. listen, uh Memphis Bleak, man, too many, too many fucking stories, man. I, I probably missed a couple of things, but we gained a couple of things. <laughs> That's right, and, man, and, and, definitely. And I, and I definitely, like I said, I, I appreciate you coming through, but more importantly, I appreciate the contributions, man, My and for G. always keeping it real. Because that's inspiring to other people. Definitely, you know what I mean? hey
1: man. Ain't no future in front. That's what they used to say when I was coming up in the old school records. Ain't no future in front. Mm-hmm. Ain't no half stepping. Ain't no half stepping. Shout out to Big Daddy Kane, man. That's right, man. Shea. Brooklyn.
0: internet See you next Shea. episode. Cheer.